Hey guys. Hi guys. We're gonna try to be louder for all for all you six listeners that might. Uh, for all you haters. No, they're not haters. I appreciate kidding. them listening. Oh my gosh. It's funny, right? It's funny that people want to listen. I don't know if they want to. Maybe they just feel obliged <laughs> right now because I, they know us. I think they just like, feel the pressure. Well, they're like, oh, they're they're doing something. So maybe we should support them for a bit. <laughs> they're trying. They're trying their uh, best. Because I'm just on social media, trying to. Dude, just... you're hamming it. You're great. I would follow you if I if I didn't know you. <laughs> you don't. No, I'm just saying I would. Can you follow us, please? Yeah, follow You're us. You're a part of this. Yeah. yeah I'm talking know. to you, not the, <laughs> not the listeners. No, no, no. I think I am. Um, I think I might be your uh, biggest fan. I would hope so. So. Uh, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. Weekend was um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of driving. It didn't look like camping. It was camping. The first night wasn't camping. The first night I got late. I got in there late because uh, if, I, if I look... Apologies. Yeah. Um, it kind of goes, it coincides with the, the message you just sent me that I'm really bad at time management. Yes, yeah, so you just left way late. So I left, no, 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 I left on time, but the traffic that was, that I, I was graced with yeah. on uh, 465 South. Um, so early in the trip. Early in the trip. 465, what, like, if, if none of you uh, Indiana folk, that is the, it's a loop around Indy. Yeah, it's, it is convenient. It's nice. I mean, it is nice. So you don't have to actually, like, if you're driving through the state, which most people would do if they lived in Indiana, or if they're traveling, they're just driving through Indiana. Atlanta needs one of those yeah. 465. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But anyway, so, like, it loops around the, the city, and uh, there was an accident on 465 South with a Beamer, which is a BMW, yep. Beamer boy, mm-hmm. um, oh, and, and a mattress truck. Oh, so there was like mattresses. At least it was a little comfy. Yeah, yeah, you just take a little, take a little siesta while yeah. you're waiting. Yeah, so there was like mattress foam everywhere, and like, did you get some? I, I got some. Yeah, dude, I just wrenched my <laughs> hand out. I was like, yo, how about the car? No, so like, you know, if you're traveling around 465, I would feel like it takes you, I don't know, say, like once you get off 69, which we do have Interstate mm-hmm. 69. Isn't that fun, guys? Uh, it's a great life. That's been a joke my whole life. <laughs> it's not a good one. It's a great one. It keeps getting better the older I get. Um, so it, I would say it takes you about maybe 15, 20 minutes on 465 to kind of get to a further distant exit. Yeah, know? if there's no Beamer If there's no Beamer mattress truck. But yeah. this took uh, upwards an hour and a half on 465. Oh, you're just sitting there so frustrated. Dude, I was so I could so see mad. I was so sweating. Mad. I was sweating a lot. Pissed off. So sweaty. No, I have AC. I have great AC. I, I live a luxurious life. No, so, but, but like, okay, so, you know, it, I get off on State Road 37 to Bloomington. Right. Which, 30, when I lived in Bloomington like four years ago, uh, five years ago maybe, I don't know, time flies. Um, they just started construction on that road to make, this is a fucking great podcast. We're talking about construction. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. I'm just realizing I'm turning into my dad just complaining about shit like fucking that. Traffic. No, but so like, so Highway 37, they were going to form into uh, Indiana, six, State Road 69 South. Yep. And it's all one lane down to Bloomington. And so if you get behind Ethel and her, you know, 88 LeSabre oh, you're going about there. 18 miles an hour, then that you can't pass it. You can't pass her. You can only uh, pray that she's listening to something great and having a great time. Somebody's like, I could get past her. I, yeah, I know. Someone oh, on, maybe I, on, a, on a motorcycle. 
Yeah, yeah. Those aren't safe. Though. So I think the normal the normal trek from from where I live to Bloomington is about two and a half hours. It took four and a half. But that's not really your fault on time management, was it? But I like to blame me if I can. In any you way to like lighten the situation. I know. I should have looked. You should have looked And ahead. I should have uh, created an alternate route. Mm-hmm. You can. You can do that. Just drag it a little. I tried. Each one said that it was like an estimate of the same time. So I'm like, well, this is my life. I'm in purgatory. So you guys didn't camp the first night. Well, no. They, they all camped. They were already there. But so like um, check-in because it was a state. It was a state park. They were camping in a state park. Check-in was at a certain time. And you missed check-in. And I missed check-in. So, so you got um, a hotel? No, I stayed, with, I stayed with Chris. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then so we, you didn't camp? No, he didn't camp that first night either. Oh, okay. And then the second night. So you two just went and got the birthday bourbon. Well, he has birthday bourbon at his house. Oh, that was a sitting at his house? Yeah, he has like one of the best bars I've ever seen. He has a bar in his house? Yeah. I was like, that's a bar. Yeah, no, that's his house. Man. He has, I think, it, last time I was there, he counted, he has, um, he had like, I want to say like 42 bottles of bourbon and uh, a r- roughly equivalent of bottles of wine. Dude, he's killing it. He's killing it. That's really cool. Yeah. So, I mean, he has birthday bourbon, obviously. Uh, he only allowed me two ounce, a two-ounce pour, and that was it. He probably and I'm like, we're best too. friends, dude. Yo, he did. He jiggered it. This is legit. Yeah, he legit jiggered. Well, what two is ounces. it, like a $200 bottle? It's, it's an... Ex- no, I mean, like, I would say, yeah, that price-wise, but... Um, but he, it, it, it only comes out September 2nd. Like, that's it. That's the only release date. So if you miss it, then you can't get it. Right. So. Well, let's get it. I know. I, I'm going to make a note. Make <laughs> on, a note. My, on my time management skills. You're, <laughs> you're gonna, it's going to be September 4th. Fuck. Yeah. Missed it. Sorry. I don't like to say the F word on here. We don't say the F word ever yeah. here. Except last time when uh, there, was a, there was a round Oh yeah, yeah. We, let's, let's talk, talk about, about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. I'm, I'm over construction. Yeah, fuck. Construction. Sorry for those 15 minutes, guys. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You can't get that starter back. This is a hot intro. We've got to work on our intros. We got to get those hook and baits. Yeah, man. get them in. Like, oh, maybe the shooting like, should have been at the beginning of the podcast last week. True. We would have at least instead of like eight listeners, maybe ten. Be like, hey, you don't have to listen to it all. Just listen to the first five minutes. There's a round. We could have like cropped it. Our, I know our <laughs> luck. Everybody's like, because it's the last eight minutes of the podcast. Everybody's yeah. like, twenty minutes in, like, where is this? Yeah, where shot? is this shot? So yeah, I was I was waiting around for it to make it to the paper because I I was telling everybody and they're, I could see in their face like, no, dude, this is fireworks, you. Idiot. No, no, bud, no, pal. Listen here, let me get stern with you. Um, I just thought it was wild that you could hear it on the on the podcast. Yeah. Like, you could, like, legit hear Because for whatever reason, we had just stopped talking between us. And... We got lucky to hear it. I don't know. That's a, a luck. It's not luck. Yeah. That's not the kind of luck you want. But, so it was, um, somebody unloaded a clip, and they just shot up somebody's house and hit the na- that person's neighbor's car. Um, and the lady had no idea why. And I think it was a shout-out... Austin Augie, uh, I think it was his, uh, like, maybe his mom's car, or maybe, like, it was right there, because oh, wow. his mom's house is on the other side of this house, so it was, like, 2800 block of Brownlee, mm-hmm. that's it, that's her street, so, um, probably woke them up as well. Yeah. And then there was an- another shooting the next day, killed two people, and then there was another shooting. What, they killed two people? Yeah. Really? Yep. I, I missed it was that a one. a 23-year-old kid. I went to 
um, school with him. I didn't really like, like, know him. I, I knew who he was, but and then some other dude that just moved here from Florida. Apparently, these are all rumors, but um, apparently it was a retaliation for Zach Randolph's brother that got killed a couple of weeks ago. Oh shit, man! This is my hood. This man. is wild. <laughs> this is crazy. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't hear about that one. Now I remember hearing about the Zach Randolph's brother, which was which was crazy. And that whole like that whole story about like where where like the nightclub or mm-hmm. bar that they were at, which and then. Is, seven blocks that way and then and then the next day they set the building on fire and then the guy who apparently who owned it was like cleaning it up or like boarding up windows and then he was shot at yep oh my gosh it's pretty uh pretty wild out here i just say put the guns down grab the nerf guns no no no. let's like pull out like original og friday you know like his dad just saying like you know we didn't have a gun we we did this with our you know we fought but you yeah. live to see another day you should live to see another day maybe <laughs> life's Depending, hard I mean, life's, life's hard. hard fuck it life's hard it's wild out here yeah that was that was honestly when I'm people tell I was telling them about which is a good plug in to let people know that we were doing a podcast if if they didn't know because I'm always weird. And trying to let people know that we're doing this, like oh, like there's no really great segue into like this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm like it. oh, what do you do? I'm like, um. They're always like, what's it about? I'm like, well, I always give them a disclaimer, like we're just talking. We're, we're, like yeah, we're just talking for right now. Like we're just starting, but I we'll think find uh, we'll, we'll find whatever rhythm kind of naturally comes because I, I just yeah. enjoy this too. Yeah, this is nice. I just enjoy talking. We'll get a nice little emblem, a little intro. Yeah, I want to sing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring my guitar. This has Auto this area has great acoustics. It does. Um, and then we'll we'll you know write up a song if you you know comment uh, if you want it to be happy song, sad song. Sad I can song. do it all. I can do it all. Either way, it's gonna be sad. But I want to get um, some video so you guys can watch us talk because that it, that's that's half better. the fun. Really. That's half the fun. Yeah. Because then you can just you can watch see your stupid faces. You, yeah, you can see my voice inflect, but my face stay the same. So you're like, wow, he's really hamming it up. We should just do a lag on the um, voice-to-mouth ratio. <laughs> <laughs> so everything's fucked up. Everything's just like... Everyone hates us. We're getting, like, two-star ratings on everything. I'll take two stars. Give me a yeah. star. Yeah, just rate me. Just rate me. Just rate me. Um, rate with yeah. a hard T. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Um, yeah, so we were talking about... We were trying to get our... We're trying to get this posted to iTunes. Yeah, have you heard anything? No. I said up to three weeks, and it's, been, it's yeah. only been a week. It's only been a week. When I think about when I, I honestly the the uh, when I was driving over here, I and I mean this in a good way, but like it feels crazy that it it's only this is only our third episode. It feels like we've been doing this for this years. is a hundredth episode. <laughs> this is a hundredth episode, hundredth anniversary. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like I was thinking. So it's under review, right? Right. So there's this this guy. There's someone listening. There's this, to this guy that has to sit there and listen to all these stupid fucking podcasts. All these people. And it's he's just like just starting, and it's like shit quality. He's just and sitting there with his tenth cup of coffee with his ninth cigarette. Yeah. It's like I am so tired of this. You know, we could at least there was no place to like put a disclaimer when you send it. Like I'd like to leave the listener. It's probably just some algorithm. I'm sure they don't have this person doing it, but I like to pretend with you that yeah, it's I was just this same, like this Bob guy that's just crushing out podcasts and he's giving the upvote, downvote. So much Adderall. He's yeah, smashing Adderall. Smashing Adderall. And you know, I wanted to leave if there was like a, a box 
like a note to leave the listener. I wanted to be like, yo, um, this is uh, this is set up on a on a fridge that you'd find <laughs> in a dorm room. It, that wasn't a dorm room, but now we're um, we moved up. We're on we're a desk. Up. So we got a desk here and two office chairs. Yeah, this is great. Um, we have the mic because you guys were complaining about you guys. <laughs> you guys, you <laughs> three, that maybe me, one. It made me feel important. When but I said let's you just guys. let's just call them out. Um, let's just shout them out. Let's shout them out for all. We're, this is what we're gonna do. Any sort of negative feedback, we're gonna call you out. It wasn't even negative. <laughs> I was just joking. But my friend, uh, um, had said that. I think a couple people had said that. It was hard for us to hear. Get them all out. Dude, I just drop their names. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. That's all good. Um, well, yeah, we lean back. We have to stretch. We have to make sure our posture is great. We got to get our breathing down. So, like, it's hard for us to kind of get close to the mic. And plus, if we get close, if we get even closer than what we are, we might just kiss. Probably. Yeah, we're pretty close. <laughs> I'm heated now. You're heated. In a positive way. But yeah, we have the, the mic propped up on a couple books. One of them, The Indian in the Cupboard. It's a great book. What's the other book? Um, it's called uh, Brit Marie Was Here by uh, Frederick Backman. He wrote a book called A Man Named Dove. And it was, uh, it was a really good book, so I bought this one. Um, it's about her husband who died, and he had... He was really old school, so she never did anything other than clean and cook. You know. How it should be. Yeah, good old days. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but, and then, so he dies. Or no, he doesn't die. Yeah, he does die, but he'd been cheating on her, like, his whole life. And she was just okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, the good old days. Just kidding. And um, she's going on her own little journey now. She's in her 60s trying to figure shit out. And that's what this is about. Yeah, like and then she journey? like she runs. She's like a really bitter old woman, like, like the shitty old neighbor that you know you, you're playing catch and the ball goes in her yard and she just takes it. Just fucking takes it. Just, just I had I had it. that neighbor growing up. Well, you don't get it back now. Sorry. Yeah, like oh, you fucked up. Yep. This is uh, this is mine now. It's my ball. Yeah, I had that neighbor. So, um, but then she bonds with the kids and helps them in their life and some good quotes and stuff. It's a good book. It sounds good. Frederick uh, Backman. He's a good author. Number one New York Times bestselling author. We need to be on the New York Best Times podcast. Mm-hmm. Is that a category yet? It should be. It would be like it'd be like um, Steve O's podcast, which I love Steve O. By the way, Steve O's fucking awesome. I don't even know if he has a podcast, but he's just on like everybody else's. Podcast. He should have one. He should. I don't know if he does, but he has a New York Times bestselling book. Well, he's just—he's just a great guy. He's just a good dude. I love that, and I always like Stevo, and like I have like an affinity for people that are like going through some shit, and they kind of come up on the other side a little bit. He's um, in a circus. I know <laughs> it's fucking wild. He's walking those giant stilts. He always did crazy shit. He was like, but yeah, he and a few other people were like my favorite. Um, well, it's—I always watch these jackass videos, which I love and grew up on. Mm-hmm. But I never put in perspective when I was a kid that the reason they can do all this is because they are high or drunk out of their fucking minds. And I'm just like, okay, that's why you love Snake Bite the tip of your dick. That makes sense. But yeah. you did also did it for a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, but I, I don't think I, it was for a lot of money well, in I, the beginning. If I remember correctly, like at the very beginning, Steve was getting like with Jackass through MTV, MTV was paying 
based on if they aired your skit in there. Okay. So it wasn't like an episode deal. It's like if your skit was worthy. Yeah. And then they had, he was talking about that there's like guidelines and shit that if, if it was a, a real dangerous that your life may be on the line kind of thing, you got like 500 bucks. But if you just got kind of hurt and it wasn't it, 200. Damn. Early 2000s, late 90s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 500 bucks was gold back then, though. <laughs> I'll take 500 bucks I'll take, now. I'll take it now. Um, if you guys want to send us 500 bucks, yeah, we'll get a Patreon or a PayPal or something set up. Once we're out there. Once we, once, once we get more than three once. episodes. Three episodes. That's it, dude. We're only on the third episode. Mm-hmm. It's great. Well, I talked with Michael. He wants to. Um, he wants to do. Call in like so we'd have to get like Skype and stuff, and then there's a plugin where this allows us to record. Yeah, we can give him like a, and so that he would just call in, we'd be on Skype, it'd be the same thing. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, give him a little segment, teach us how to. Only a very ready. little segment. Yeah, I mean like three minutes. Three minutes, Mikey, quick, quick as you can. Dude, I had um, a very uh, what am I trying to say here? Accomplish something this weekend. That's what I'm trying to say. I accomplished, that, I accomplished something. That, that, it was hard. I I, it's like, hard to say that. I don't. I don't do that very you're like, often. What word am I looking for? Yeah, oh, uh, finished, completed. Yeah, I did something. What'd you do? Um, I got up in front of about buck twenty, hundred twenty people, and gave a speech at my sister's. Um, what's that thing called? Reception. And I do not like talking in front of people, hence. Just talking behind this microphone. Yeah. So. Which potentially, you know, once we get famous. Yeah, well. We're going to be talking to like 80,000 people a week. Not that anybody knows my dreams or anything, but I would like to do some stand-up. Regardless of if I get good at it or not, I just want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think you'd be good at it. And like I'm reading papers, fan. reading papers in high school and shit, like standing up in front of 12 people. Yeah. Made me a bit nervous. Mm-hmm. So... I just I didn't dread giving the speech, which also I had eight months to write a good speech, and I never wrote anything. I just I just wing wung wonged it wonged it. Yeah, um, which I thought would be a better test for me anyway, because it was because some I don't know if I'm gonna be doing stand up. Sometimes you're gonna get I don't know either scatterbrained or you're gonna have to yeah you're gonna just have to think on the spot or or like or like the fucking. person in the audience will say something or you'll hear it yeah and they'll and, say it and it'll, or it'll just kind of just like throw you out of your oh, rhythm yeah, 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 you know for sure like they don't even have to say anything like heckling you know I, i'm not mm-hmm. even saying that they could just like be talking to someone real yes. quick sally is cheating on her boyfriend yeah and be like oh shit oh. like that's where you hit it hold up hold up i want you to i, I was cheated on once wait <laughs> but, let's um, talk about this <laughs> but um yeah so so was, so the speech did the speech how long was it uh Maybe a couple minutes. That's awesome. But I knew... But when you're in front of people, that couple minutes yeah. feels like a long time. So anybody that can do... Like, I know people that... I mean, any sort of public speaking... Like, if you, if you have that as a gig in your life, because that's what you do, if that's how you make money... Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. It's, it is hard. I, li- I like doing it, though. I took a public speaking class in college. I never... I avoided it. I, I did, Well, I did because, like, it was... When I was doing journalism at uh, Ball State, that was, like, my first run run through college um it was part of like the requirements okay yeah, yeah as a requirement i just never got that far <laughs> i was like all right i'll eventually have to take this but now nah, but it was stop. super fun and um 
fun in like a scary way because I had I have the same I, I like I'm still nervous when I go up in front of hell I'm I'm nervous when I talk to two people yeah you know like or four people and you're like trying to do a spiel <laughs> yeah. and they're just staring at you with those like fucking gla- glazed eyes yeah. and like they don't give a fuck they what I'm saying care. right now but you got to make it work and I and that's awesome though yeah so what you talk about well I just knew I had material because I've known my sister. Say uh, a little while, no, uh, little while. Yeah, and they've been they've been dating for eleven years, so like I knew I would have things to talk about. But like, I got the mic. I was like, "Hey guys, can I have your attention?" Oh, did and you then, ding 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 the champagne glass? Nah, dude. You just went. You went like, "Hey yo!" I was like, "I, I swear <laughs> to God, I said, hey, yo. hey yo, attention, please." Yeah, I love and, that. Uh, and then everybody got quiet, and then. I went blank. Oh no! Went blank, dude. No. My mind shut off. I hit a couple ums. Yeah. And then uh, I just jumped in it. Good for you. Gave a few stories each side. Made a few jokes. They love it. They love the jokes. Made a joke on uh, um, how people won't be able to mispronounce her name anymore because it's not Kuntz. Get it? Because did uh, did was, was it like a, a a a raucous round of applause on that one? <laughs> Ch- there were some, some chuckles. Some chuckles. I was like, that felt good. Yeah, that felt man. so good. Yeah. Uh, I think Daniel might record it, so I'll get to watch that and be like, all right, it's not as good as I thought. But it's okay because <clears throat> I don't know. I was, I wasn't like I said, I wasn't dreading it. I was, I was looking forward to it because I knew it was going to like challenge myself. Sure. And I'm starting to get to a point where challenging myself is fun. Some days, and then some days I'm just like, let's watch Boy Meets World. <laughs> let's watch eight episodes of Minkus. <laughs> Dude, I had uh, dinner with Sonia last night. What? Yeah. After the wedding, we went to the Plymouth Club for uh, um, some brick oven pizza. Shout out brick oven pizza at Plymouth Club. And her and Dee Dee were sitting in there. They really? Just, they just got out of the movies. Aww. They went and saw the Equalizer 2 before they saw Equalizer. Which is well, fine. Well, Denzel, whatever. dude. Yeah, she was just like, I love me some Denzel. I love Denzel, too. But no, she um, bought me a beer. She's so nice. Um, I got crappy with the server in front of her, wow. which I don't like to, dude. Cause all right, let me walk you guys through this and then, uh, shoot me an email. Everybody, I, hundreds of emails, shoot me an email if you think I'm wrong here. We're sitting there and I've ate, I've ate there three times and every time I get the margarita pizza mm-hmm. and she walks up, you know, and she's like, are you guys ready to order? I'm like, yeah, I'd like to have a large margarita pizza, please. And she was like, she just looked at me like I was stupid. Like, she just looked down. She was like, have you looked at our menu? And I was like, she said that, dude. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that's what I order every time I'm here. And she was like, she handed me a menu and said, okay, open it up and show me where it says that. And I said, okay, I don't want your food. Get away. Yeah. And she walked away. I was just like, I was like, I didn't, I I, I was polite, dude. I was very polite. And then I was just, the rest of the time I just went up to the bar to get my drinks because I didn't want to like. Like, I understand. I've been there. I've been yeah, serving yeah. Oh, a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bad days suck. Um, she could have had, you know, anything could have went wrong that well, day. Well, you're, you're, you'd be like one of the few that would be like, okay, your first thought is like not about like me. Yeah. You know? it's, it's whatever they're dealing with, so mm-hmm. they must be dealing with some shit. But on the, like, the slim chance that that's not the case and that's and she's just, just how a, they are. Just a bad word if that's just how they are man i think you're in the wrong profession for right now and it's like i mean i don't i i get it i mean i don't i think they had, had an hour left 
before they close. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand and the hour stretch. It's Saturday. It's like, yeah. probably, like, probably been dealing with crappy people. But dude, she grabbed the menu and said, okay, open it up and show me where it says that. And I wanted to just fucking swanton bomber, dude. Just I'm gonna people's that. elbow. I'm put it in the walls time. of Jericho, dude. Rip them legs off. But So and, you didn't eat? Well, Danielle ordered pizza and I say something. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you didn't but eat. Danielle didn't hear the interaction, so she thought I was being a dick, which I understand because I, I was, but only because it was it necessary. Was just, like, reciprocated. Yeah. And two wrongs don't make a right, whatever. I learned that. <laughs> learned that. I learned but, it, but. whatever. But I was heated, dude, and I had a couple Jack and Cokes. I was warm. Like, don't play with me. I, dude, don't I play games. Play you, dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hit you with that. Catch these tree trunks to the side of your face. Honestly, dude. even if I'm having a bad, if, if I'm having a bad night in that same situation, because I can really, I can, uh, I can really relate. Relate. Yeah. With feelings like that. Um, oh, just, dude, I know. You know, but, you know what I mean. But like, ours, I, I, I would, I would. We're be, subtle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We're subtle. I mean, we might do like there might be an eye roll, or there might be like a, a an obvious tension. But there's when never we're talking like with in front, like no. right to him. Okay, show me where it says that then. Oh my god! Looking at me like I'm stupid. I'm like, dude, it's a mar. And you know what Danielle ordered? A margarita pizza, and she just built it and told her what to put on it. It was a margarita pizza. <laughs> stupid woman. I'm sorry. Not that you're a woman. I'm done. I'm I'm gonna get in trouble. But listen, just be nice. I should have been nice. I should have killed her with kindness. But like I said, I was a couple Jack and Cokes in. I was. Ooh, don't. You want to argue? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on my podcast. Yeah. Our podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'll shake your <laughs> hand too because he's a jewel. <laughs> I, I I will have to say that every every altercation with like a server because I've done this shit my whole life. And if it's like a really negative interaction on their part, um, I'm not the best either. But I give them ample opportunity to kind of build that up yeah. to that situation. Like there's a, def- a, a definitive line for them in my head. Because I, I you know, like most, there will be people out there that if, if you, uh, you know, waiting on their drinks for two minutes, they'll get, they'll get pissed. I, I'm sitting there, if I don't have a drink and I'm good. Like I know that they're busy because I, I live that life. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, so I make it a point, but it's, I'm not like trying to like, pat myself on the back here but i no. always i always tell them take your time i, I like can handle I am. yeah i can handle food taking a long time i can handle my drinks taking a long time i can understand the server getting distracted i can understand these little mistakes but like plain rudeness just to like just to be rude yeah it's yeah, different that's, that's that's that line would have been crossed with me yeah and yeah. like i've i've been busy behind the bar serving and it's like you're frustrated maybe like you're having a bad day and I do get a bit of an attitude sometimes, especially on good old James Dean weekend. Oh, yeah. But never to that extent. Never. Sure. It's just... Yeah, it's so easy. Well, it's so easy for servers and, and like, anyone in the industry in general to be, to to have that, uh, that really, really shitty, awful customer that just kind of ruins your night. And it's hard to just bounce back from that when you go... When you say you have a really bad table and then you that table leaves, yeah, and then a new table sits down, it's hard to just be like put that in the back of your your mind and forget about it, because that's not how I dude. It just like, and I and I wear my emotion on my sleeve anyway. So everybody, yeah. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody knows when when I'm like shitty, 
Made in shitty. Oh, Don't shit. ask him Watch for change. Don't ask him for change right now. Don't, you can't break that hundred. No, I'm not gonna break it. If I but, do, fuck, you've been there too. Yeah, I, I yeah I have. But dude, what got me the most and what like I'm over it now. But when we were done with our interaction, I was just like, okay, I don't want any food. Then she gave me the biggest smile. Like that's what she wanted, and I was just like, fuck. She won. <laughs> she won. She beat me. Where's my ego? You could have yelped it. I dude, it was a consideration, but I was just like, I, I even know was like, well, where, where's the manager? <laughs> it's not worth it though. I had such a great day. I didn't even care. Yeah, I always dread the um, the servers coming up to me, be like, yeah, there's a table that wants to talk to a manager. I'm just like, Phew, okay, all right, great. Let me t- let me. Is take there anything a- I can do first though? Maybe. Yeah, let me take a shot of a uh, Patron first. <laughs> to go over there. Get some Patron. No, I haven't. I haven't been to the Plymouth Club yet. Is it good? It's good pizza. It's really good pizza. Is it good? It's really good. I had pizza um, Friday night down in Bloomington at King Doe, and they they were so they were so busy. And um, I was with Chris, and we were out, and um, the and I know, and I and I get it too. Like I, I, when you walk in, and it's just packed. I mean, it's packed. There's like a twenty minute wait, so you're standing like huddled with all these new people you don't know waiting. So everyone's like miserable in that, but I'm not because like it, I get it. Right. And I always think like, it's a good sign if a restaurant's busy, that usually kind of means that they're doing something right anyway. So when, when I'm like, Oh, they must be doing something right. right. People are willing to wait. Uh, so so makes it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we sat down and we, we had some wine. We had a couple bottles. Damn. Yeah. So she, but she, so they do a wine service there too. Why don't you ever buy us bottles of wine when we go out? Well, we never go out. We have savages sometimes. That, that, I don't think you want their wine. Okay. No, no offense, savages, but you, uh, your wine's lacking. Yeah, come on. You got great beer, though. Get that prisoner. Shout out prison. Shout out president, man. No, I, you guys have great beer. You're doing what you got to do. Yeah. But go ahead. Sorry. Um, but they do wine. They do wine service. Like the server did a wine service and just like butchered it both times. Just so badly. Can you give me a walkthrough so I can compare it to how bad I butcher it? Well, you know, she presented the wine. And, um, she, she knew that she wasn't supposed to put the bottle. You're not supposed to put the bottle on the table. When to you, open when it? You, yeah. And she was having trouble there. And she put the uh, wine key in kind of crooked and on the side of the cork, which you're just, it, I mean, when you're busy and you have like four other tables and you know that they need refills and you have food coming up to, to, to do like a minute presentation of wine service, you want to do it well. But I mean, like. Honestly, for us too, we weren't that. We were like, "Fuck it, it yeah. doesn't matter." So Chris, just like he, he, what he said, word for word, he's like, "Hey, I know you got other shit to do. Uh, we can open this." And she literally just handed us the bottle with the wine key, and we opened it. Dope. And and so was she sweet at least? Yeah, she's very nice. She's okay. like, "Oh, thank you. I just I just get kind of rushed, and and this makes me nervous." So like, we get it, we get yep. it. It's all good. And uh, so we had a couple bottles, and they had great. Pe- they have great pizza. They had, they have great, great pizza. God, brick oven pizza. Yeah, Good. yeah. Uh, oh, brick oven pizza is a whole different, whole different ballpark. That's why when we um, go to New York, sorry, um, I'm excited for some pizza. Yeah, bring some back for me. I'll bring you back some pizza. Yeah, man. I w- it's okay. We don't. I'd, I'd really like to go. I know. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it here because I'm just gonna get really negative. Yeah, about we, <clears throat> we shouldn't be. So, my voice is somewhere there. Yeah. <laughs> we won't do that, but. Um, because there's like other outside influences and factors that they'll, 
disallowed me to plan for a lot of things that I would like to do. A few months in advance. Yeah, so, but it is what it is. I. It is what it is. I got shit I got to do here. Yeah, I got shit to do. I got shit to do. Got, got, I got dogs to feed, got bills to pay. Dogs and bills, dude. Dogs are bills. My friend Stevie watched uh, my two dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Stevie. Thanks, Stevie. Yeah, shout out Stevie, man. How many walks do you think he's doing? Um, yeah, because he's a, he's a smaller guy, too. And uh, and I, I didn't even warn him. Like, he, he, he's been around with the dogs and stuff like that. But um, so he kind of knew what he was getting into in the first place. So uh, he said he, he said that they were, for the most part, really sweet. But in his shit, in his face. Dude, they're massive. They're big. They're so excited when I came home, though. Oh, I bet. Oh, like, my Dad. gosh. They're so excited. Uh, Violet was doing this, like, weird squeal thing, and she was, like, just running in circles. That's what I do when it you feels- come over. <laughs> no, what you do when I come over is you're like, ah, we're closed. We're closed. You're like, go home. Sorry, you can't. Oh, I dropped. Oh, man. Um, no, dude, I stood in. I sat down here for a while. Wait, yeah, you were waiting. And, and then. Let's, uh, let's let yeah, the audience know. I'm going to talk some I'm shit bad. about I'm you bad. here, Peyton. Um, I sat down here for a while, waited, got in the zone a little bit, and then I stood at the fucking window like just a puppy. Like, like chirped like a bird outside. Yeah. Danielle's like, he's he's on his way. It's all right. And I'm like, no, I need, I need he to needs see to be him here now. Out. Yeah, he needs to be here right now. So we had another plan just like last week to start at noon, get going at noon because we don't want it to get shot. No, we didn't say noon. We said around noon. I mean, and, I can show you. And let's say that like if we're going to go semantics. You're here at 1.30. 120 and I brought you a Red Bull. Yeah, but that's just gonna make up for an hour and 20. You can't time is time Time is a, it, it, there's no price on it. No price. It's priceless. It is. I can't get that time back. My fault. Me. My fault. I what would you have done instead? Well, I did sit um, Brought a chair into the bathroom and Sat there and listened to music with Danielle while she took an oatmeal bath because we both have some gnarly poison ivy So that's cool. You wear it well though. Thank you. It itches. Yeah, dude. I had poison ivy when my AC unit went out, and I was like trying, like looking at it, like I knew what the fuck I was doing, right? Like my central air outside, is, it's just like it's on, but the but the fan isn't. You're going. You're just so looking it's, around. So at it's it. like, like I'm like moving shit around. I'm like, okay, okay I'll see the yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, I'll find the problem. Yeah. And apparently, the problem that I didn't see was that there, uh, I had I had vines uh, like up the side of my house on that side, and that was poison ivy. And that was poison ivy, and I totally touched it. Where's it at? It's gone. Oh, it's gone. I, I fixed it. I fixed. prayed it away. Good. <laughs> you cringe so hard when you said that. <laughs> like, oh. No, I used uh, um, cortisone. No, but prayer works. Um, my sister, we had the wedding outside. And it was pouring down rain the whole day, the whole day before. Um, off and on the whole day. But from the hour window, the wedding took place. Sunny. Sunny, clear skies, no rain. After hmm. pouring, after on Thursday, there being a 90% chance of th- thunderstorms at 3 o'clock. Um, but regardless if that was just coincidence or prayer, um, shout out to, shout out to, to whoever Clear Skies. Handled that. Yeah, whoever <laughs> handled that, whether it be Mother Nature or Mother God, um, shout out. Where was, the, where, uh, where was your wedding? My dad's. It wasn't my wedding, but my No, where was wedding. the wedding that you attended? I'm so sorry. My it was not your wedding. My dad's house. Stubbs? Old Stubbs. He was looking handsome in that picture. Yeah, he looks great. Did you see him? I zoomed in on my face because it looks weird. I, I, your face always looks weird. Thank you. That was pure bliss. I was just happy. 
having a great time. Yeah, it cried like so good. much. Did you? Oh, dude, I got so emotional. Why? Because it was my sister's wedding, dude. Yeah, me too. I would have. I didn't want to. I wasn't like I was holding it back as best I could. But I saw that's her being. Do. That's what masculinity uh, and and toxic. 2018, dude. You're not, you're not supposed to be smiling or smiling or crying. No. You're supposed to just keep all your emotions. That's true because my dad, he was getting his picture taken with my sister and. Uh, the photographer was like, smile. And my dad said, I don't smile. And he didn't. And that's where I lack my manliness as I smile. I've, I've seen him smile. Yeah, but he doesn't want like to be captured smiling. Oh, he, like if he, you, he has like this, uh, this mystic about him that. Well, he wants to be kind of like Bigfoot. The it's, stoic. No, there's no like proof of stubby. Oh. Well, you know what? You know what you need to do is make him smile. I, I learned this. Play catch. Play catch. Uh, show up with them, uh, show up and bring some uh, Heineken keg, keg he- cans. Heineken cans and a round of golf. We'll get a smile on that man's face. Chipping it up 120 yards out, boom. Laying up next to the pen. Yeah, but like what we were talking about, it's crazy <clears throat> that both of us the same weekend had like wedding. Yeah, he was at a bachelor party and uh, my sister got hitched. Yeah. No more uh, Ms. Koontz. W- what will it be now? It's a uh, Mrs. Ferguson. Ooh, Ferguson. That's yeah. got a great ring to it. It does. Uh, Brittany Nicole Ferguson. Brittany Nicole Ferguson. But yeah, um, the two times I really cried was we walked into the song Stand By Me, which was my grandpa's favorite song. Mm-hmm. And he passed away when we were younger. And then um, they were having like their, it was after the first dance as husband and wife. They did like a um, their two kids and then like, Bring around the rosy, like Aww. jumping around to the song, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Because I've seen them go through some shit, dude. Like, right. Like in those eleven years, they've had some downs. So like, witnessing them, because you, you take happiness in moments, dude. Like, nobody's. I don't care how happy you are. You're not happy all the time. So when you witness a just like moment Pure of bliss dude, just moment. just like, yeah, and you can just feel that energy. And I was just like, all right, well, here comes the waterworks. And I look around, everybody's crying. And shout out Papa Stubb, because I saw him cry for the third time in my entire life. During that moment, too? No. Um, They did, like, the all the married couples on the dance floor. And then they were like, if you've been married five years, if you've been married ten years. And then, like, getting up to who's been married the longest. And they've been married 53 years. So they won. And then... uh, I guess he was just having an emotional moment with like maybe realizing like kind like, of the weight of everything. Of yeah. The day, and just kind the of day and like realizing he's been married 53 years and like how rare that is. And he just realized like we're the only ones out here. I don't know, but he, he didn't like, I just saw like the face cringe, like crinkle mm-hmm. up, like here comes the tears. But yeah, that was only a third time. So I'm nothing like the men in my family cause they don't cry or smile and I'm just, Either crying or smiling. Dude, I cry all the time. You ever, you ever, when you're crying, just like start laughing and just. Oh yeah, and realize it's weird. Realize how weird it's it is. weird, man. <laughs> it's weird, dude. I like no joke. I like, and I feel like it's good. It's good. I, it's good to cry. It's good to. It's cry. like that. It's good to that, let it out. You remember that Dane Cook bit? <laughs> Not that Dane Cook's great or anything, but I just remember when I, he had the bit about like just one of those days you know that you just need a good cry and you like yeah. hold it off till you get home and the second you walk in the door you just let it out it's a good bit it's one of the only ones I enjoy by him dude I cried last night 
Me too. A lot. What'd well, you cry about? So I, <laughs> yeah, if you want to talk about it, I seriously, like, I got super emotional. There's this really awful story about the, did you hear about this? The woman in Indianapolis, she was on a boat ride in Branson, Missouri. The and duck boat thing? Yeah. 17 people died. And like, she was the, like one of the only survivors and she had lost her husband, her three kids, her sister, or like sister-in-law, father-in-law, mother-in-law. Lost all of them? Yeah. And the only person that like she survived with was her nephew. How'd she make it? I don't know. I don't know. How'd, they, like how'd a, they all die? Cause my, I was like, it like, it like capsized and it like turned over and they apparently drowned. Oh, cause you're in a building inside. It's like a houseboat kind yeah. of thing. So you can't just like jump out of the boat. And, and, and it was really like really bad weather and, and, okay. and like the, the water was strong. So you can't get the door open. You can't yeah, get out the window dude. and you're just, dude, that's slow. Cause that's going to take a second to fill with water. Like it's like the impending thing. And you're probably in there with a bunch of people like, Everybody's frantic. Everybody's stepping on each other, or like, cro- dude, fuck, I'm getting. Dude, seriously. Goosebumps. So like, I the article that I read like had a picture of her like laying in the hospital bed, and like it had snippet. I don't even know if I'd be able to give a quote in that moment. Like she was quoted like saying like you know I, I just I've been numb and I've been crying and probably when I get off the phone I'm gonna start crying again, and they just had a picture of her laying in a hospital bed. And just like the whole, like the grasp of losing literally everybody you love, everybody in one fucking day. When you're on probably like a vacation, you're on a vacation, you're on a vacation. You left your house. Like, all right, we're gonna have a great day. We're gonna have a great day with everyone I love. And then that fucking happens. And then, so like I, that got me misty and, uh, I'm just like the whole like fuck me man that just I couldn't imagine I I I just can't imagine. Can I put everything into perspective a little bit for it yourself? It does. It does. Like, okay. And then and then and then it said like she had a someone had set up a GoFundMe for her with like a this was like maybe 2 or 3 days ago a GoFundMe um with a goal of $500,000 and it was already at 300 some thousand dollars. That's awesome. And I'm just like fuck like, n- there's no amount of money no. that's going to help. But that does, I, I think, in some fucking... You're you're going to spend that in your hospital visit. Oh, probably. You know? She, yeah. Like, it's just like, it's right... Like, you're there, man. And fuck, I just couldn't imagine. And, like... That's rough. That's beyond the word rough. That's... And it just, like, I, I got home and, like, I, I've had, like... It was, like, two, two days of, like, really fun interactions with friends that I haven't seen in a really long time. And knowing that like one of my best friends growing up was about to be married, and was I'm, it great? Was it a great time? Yeah, it was a really good yeah. time, and it was just like um, it was good. To, it was good to feel reconnected because I think with a lot of those people too, um, it's just like you know time, time as a was it picking was it not awkward, but I'll just use the word awkward. Was it awkward or was it just picking up where you left off? Like with, with certain with, people, it was picking up right where we left off, and, and then the others, we just had to like kind of work into yeah. it. But you know, because you, you I mean, there's no easy way to be like, yeah, we've just been busy, and it's not like it's not like their time wasn't important to me. Well, people mentally change too, so you, with the people that I think that's more it. Yeah, it's just like I, I, I have like my principles and values that that have shifted with me, and they they have theirs that shifted with the, them, and I might not agree with with some of the things they think about, but 
like fundamentally as a person, I mean, I just like, I still think about growing up with them and like, and how much like my parents love them yeah. and like how much my whole family loves them. And, and it's a, it's a big part of, and it's a big part of like you, who I am. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, but it was just good to see everybody and, uh, it, it, it fucking rained the whole time. Um, were you guys intense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, but the park was beautiful. I had never been to that park. It's, uh, it was like the, it wasn't Brown County because we were still, in, we were still in Monroe. Um, but it was like, uh, by Lake Monroe, which is a massive lake down there. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was down there. And you we get some were, fishing? Well, no, no, no. Cause it rained too hard. Like it was constant raining too hard. Maybe except like a two hour window, uh, that it was just kind of light or stopping and then it would start up again. But we wanted to go just like out on a boat and just like, like either rafting or something like that on Lake Monroe. But didn't, we couldn't because it was just like, so, and there was like constant, it looked like a constant because Bloomington is, is like the topography of Bloomington is just like really hilly. It's in Southern Indiana. Mm -hmm. And so you would just see like, you wouldn't see clouds rolling in, but when they got there, you're like, holy shit, they're here because they came over the hills. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did you guys sit around the campfire and cook the meal you had just killed with your bare hands? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. They were, uh, they were slamming burger patties down and, um, were they like the frozen? I didn't eat them. Pre-pressed? <laughs> I didn't, you didn't eat them? Mm-hmm. Are you vegan? Yeah. 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 I just, Great. it's, it's, and it's nothing against them, uh, of them eating, uh, eating that. It's just like. Without like refri- I I know that the meat was like chilled and shit. It was more just like, if I'm gonna be cooking meat, I'd like to know where uh, where it's been stored and, yeah. and like whose hands it's been touched by and. Is it FDA approved? Yeah, Is I, it- don't, I don't. I I think if like the, the if health it- inspector came through, they'd be like, I don't, I don't know if, if that meat's been chilled. <laughs> if it's not Chairman's Reserve, I don't. Mm. I don't want it. I love Chairman's Reserve. You know some bourbon, dude. I got some Woodford. I've been drinking all. Oh week. yeah, fair I'm enough. good right now. Yeah, I don't. It's what like two o'clock. I don't need to be drinking two twenty. And I had Woodford. That's what I was like drinking most of, like on when we were actually camping. Like everyone was drinking. I I didn't. They were all like drinking, Yingling Light and Bush Light and Diesel Budweiser and Diesel Budweiser. What's that? Just Diesel. That's what I call Budweiser oh, Diesel. I get it. That's funny. And I'm, I'm, I'm clever. <laughs> I'm clever. That's going to be my opening bit for stand-up. A Diesel Budweiser. And then someone in the crowd's going to be like, Ha! Diesel Budweiser? What's that? And I'm like, thank you. Thanks, thank you all. Thanks, Becky. Um, so I, I drank Woodford most of the day. Oh, they, they had moonshine. I had moonshine. It Is was, it like moonshine from Walmart? No, 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 no. No, no, no like real moonshine. Cool. From it, the hills of Kentucky? Hills of somewhere. It wasn't that good. To be honest, I'm surprised I didn't go blind. Do you think you would have been a bootlegger in the 1920s? 30s? No. Up, no. In, up in the hills, no. smoke. <clears throat> just yeah. That's how they got them, dude. Oh, that's you see smoke in the air. You know they're out there making that. They're making that shine. good stuff. I think I just saw that in a movie once. I don't even know if that's true. No, it's true. Well, see, like, I I get that, like, so like any sort of distillation process when it comes to like whiskey, especially bourbon, you're making you're making that. It's like they make that there yeah. and they have to, uh, that's what they, you know, cut to get it down to proof. And we're talking about construction. Now I'm talking about the distillation process. I need to hear it. I need to hear it. So, so what makes it not, what makes it not bourbon? Like what makes it moonshine? Is that a stupid question? No, no, no. Um, it all starts from like, you have a mash build, whether that be like a heavy corn mash build. That's normally what it was too, because this is 
corn's abundant around the, this area. So it'd be like corn, rye, barley sometimes, or like a malt of some Somebody sort. just realized this would happen if they did this and then- Yeah, I don't know it. how this, I'd love to be like the first, to be around the first person that just fucked up and started cooking that shit. Everything then, has everything results from somebody fucking up and it turned out great. Yeah. Go so ahead. so when you first like cook cook that down, you have something called brewer's beer. So sometimes when you go in the brewery at work, um, it smells that's what that's what all the distilleries smell like. That mash that they're making their beer from, it all kind of starts in the same it smells like the ethanol plant. Exactly. Like the yeast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super yeasty and uh it's like ooh, somebody's bread, made some bread. Made some bread. Ooh. And, Shout out uh, Mikey. Yeah. Mikey. Yeah. But uh, I think with like, so so you're going to make the white lightning or the, the white dog or whatever you want to call it. Is that the, the, what they call it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh, that's moonshine. So it, I think it's 160 proof, 60, 180 proof. So that's what like most stuff that they make. And then they have to cut it with water to, to get to a certain proof because bourbon can't go over, I think, 130 proof. Bourbon can't go max that. Or it's not bourbon anymore? Yeah, it's not bourbon. And, and, it, and it's like a, a, it's a federal rule that they can't have anything stronger. Because you that. might die. Yeah. So like, yeah. Or it just gets super fucked up. Um, but, so they, but they have like Everclear, which is almost 100% alcohol. And it's a, it's a, it's a grain spirit. So um, it's a neutral tasting spirit. The flavor isn't there. But... Uh, so, what, so what makes it... What makes it moonshine, not bourbon? Moon, uh, so they're they're basically analogous and the same. So the only reason that bourbon comes around is that they put it in barrels, that and they have the mash build that they started with is fifty one percent corn. They have to use a brand new oak barrel, and it has to be minimum age two years, four years for uh, bottle and bond. So if they skipped those steps, it would which be... that's what they do. That's I mean, if you watch like moonshiners or whatever, they don't do the bottle, they don't do the barreling process. They just make the initial what they get off the still, what drips off the still, that's the white lightning, and then they just bo- they just bottle that so up. So if you skip those steps, you just have moonshine. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so. Nifty. So all the distilleries they have moonshine, but then they have to cut it with water. That's okay. like that's that's how you get any sort of lesser proof. So what's this Walmart moonshine? Uh, <coughs> Smoky like Smoky Mountains moonshine or whatever it's called. Yeah, like you can get um, them McClure's. They, they, that's what they call, that's just the name of they call it, but it's not even like high. There's bourbons that are higher proof. They just like, they're going to that taste profile. And they got it's it in the, the old school jar, yeah, so it makes you feel yeah, all... Yeah, so it's not, that's not moonshine at all. But okay. people get confused because they think it is. They're like, oh, well, there's some moonshine. No, that's... People that's have just all like these... A, that's just like a liquor that's... Or a spirit that's proofed a certain level, but it's not high enough to where that... Because like I said, you you get that stuff, you can start your car with it or something like oh, that. That's you crazy. Know? <laughs> that's crazy. My mom had this boyfriend that made moonshine. moonshine. But he'd have like, like apple pie moonshine and like yeah, you could like see that's the thing about like it being a neutral grain spirit. Is that artificial doing, flavoring? Mm-mm. So what they're doing, you could do. I'm sure some people are doing artificial flavoring. I'm learning shit, guys. Pay so, attention. Like the one, the ones that we had that I tried a shot of that like it, it hurt. Um, it was so. Hard. I mean, because like it, it is so like an art process. You're still doing. There's gonna be ways that you can make this really good, and there's gonna be ways that you you aren't like the water quality, you know, et cetera, creative. et cetera. You're yeah. being creative. They they fucking melted down watermelon Jolly Ranchers and put it in it. So. Who did the people that made this moonshine? Oh, was it good? No. Oh, okay. No, not at all. 
Wasted Jolly. Jo- uh, wasted Jolly. That Jolly fucking, fucking <laughs> Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, yeah, so like it looked like Jolly Ranchers. That was the color, but it was, it was, uh. I just chugged my whole Red Bull I before you. I, uh, isn't that amazing? I had a Venti iced coffee right before you gave me that Red Bull, too. So I'm jittery. Yeah. Let's go do some wind sprints. Sorry, podcast. Be right back. Be right back. <laughs> um, no, so like what, what I was saying, um, but like how. I've had really excellent moonshine, like really, really amazing moonshine. Oh my God. And they infused it with peaches. When peaches were in season, they had like just thrown whole peaches in there. And then they also did, um, they made, they cut it with like lemon and and sugar to make like a, like a lemonade. Okay. And it was like a fucking, it it was a really white lightning lemon shake up. It was good. The burn was good? You there like were, the burn? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, now. It makes you feel alive? It makes me feel anything. Yeah. Anything that makes me feel anything is good. That's great. So maybe they just did like, they made it with like apples and cinnamon or something maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nutmeg. We're going to, um, don't tell anybody guys, but we're going to start a little distillery down here and make <laughs> moonshine. Yeah. I'd love that, really. Um, we could make beer. Let's get one of those little like $50 home I, I wish beer I liked sets. beer enough. To I know, I don't. It'd be shitty beer anyway. When there's so like many ample areas that just do really excellent beer. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hop in that game. That was just one of those ideas that would have never happened anyway. Maybe eight months from now it would happen. I would like to do the distillery though. I really would. I think it'd be super fun. That's a lot of money. I think what people don't realize about distilleries, if we're talking, if we're just gonna like keep talking about this, uh, where they store the barrels. For bourbon, for example, they're called like rack houses and they're 10, 10 to 20 stories high mm-hmm. and they go from like, in barrels, we're talking like massive barrels, 10, 10 rows deep, you know, 20 rows wide. And barrels are expensive. And barrels are heavy. So, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that too. So they're just, they're stacking all that. And, uh, I think one of <laughs> One of the distilleries when I went on the Bourbon Trail, they and it, what, the rack house wasn't even that impressive looking. There was a lot more impressive looking ones. Yeah. Um, he said that there was like eight million dollars in just the structure alone. And that's where, but but that you have to. I think you have to <coughs> have that because if you're going to be a business and that's going to be making money off the product that you're creating and the huge process of bourbon is letting it sit in barrels with like. You have to have like the correct ventilation because it's gonna during the, the summer it's gonna swell and during the winter it's gonna shrink. So that's how you get the, the all the color of bourbons is from the barrels. That's like I mean that's just how it is. I didn't know that. I really didn't. Really? I swear. Yeah, bourbon. I was gonna, that was gonna be my next question. Like why is moonshine white thunder and bourbons brown? brown? Yeah. Barrel. Yeah, so, so I'm just also, drinking barrel. Like all the sweetness and all like the subtle nuance, the smoky. Flavors. Yeah, that's all from a charred barrel. I'm pissed. That's common sense. I feel like now that you just said it out loud, isn't that life though? Like you, you're like, oh, you're, <laughs> somebody yeah. just says something, you're like, wow, that. I, why didn't I catch that? Yeah, and so there's like different. So like there'll be there'll be different distilleries that use a different char level of of their barrel. You can go from like one, I think six, six being like the most charred, but they found out that there's like a, there's like a, a uh, not Cinderella, uh, not Goldilocks. Snow White. No, what's the one that with the three bears? Goldilocks. Oh, fuck me. Goldilocks yeah. and the three bears. 
Yeah. Like, it's been a, it's been a minute since I was a kid. Sorry. It's been a little while. Um, but there's like a Goldilocks standard. I think it's like a char level four. And uh, I don't know the levels. Yeah. So I mean, like, think of like, but but it's like that toasted level of a barrel. So you're getting. I didn't know this either. They're like, if you if you have like brand new oak, which that's what the the barrels need. They they can't be used. Um, when you burn the inside of the wood, you there's like sugars in the wood from it being a live tree. Nature's crazy. And then that's what like also provides sweetness because if I could, if I go up there and we have a glass of Woodford, I taste it being really sweet because now if you just start drinking bourbon and you drink Woodford, you're like, oh, that's, you know, it's like a 90.4 proof. So yeah. like it's, it's a higher proof bourbon, but you're going to get that burn and you're going to get that like feeling of warmth. But like for Let's me, take a couple warm shots for me, I just honestly, it's not even warm to me anymore, man. It's, it's not warm. No. Let's take a month off. I was thinking about I, that's a great segue into like I was thinking August we do our uh, I was thinking when I do this carnivore when, no when okay so you need to set up time to get your blood work done I know dude I'm gonna do it tomorrow I'm gonna call because I think be August would be out. a great a great month for us both to do it it might be September though okay then September maybe August well, well I don't know how long it takes to get blood work back I don't need it back though I just need to know it's there so that way um, well then why, not, then, then why not August this depends on when the um, doctor's appointment is. Oh, true. I don't even know. Where do you get blood work done? This doctor? Just call a doctor and be like, I want to check my blood? I need my blood checked. Check it. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's like a pretty common thing now to even like have done. Everybody wants to check their levels. I need my levels checked. I'm like getting, I said, I haven't had protein since... I think I'm getting since, low in iron. Yeah, I take iron supplements. I take iron, garlic, um, alpha brain, and uh, I take uh, krill oil every day. That Onnit alpha brain? Onnit. Shout out Onnit. Um... Which, I mean, it's overpriced, but I'm too lazy to, like, go look for it at a store or anything, so I just ordered it online. They have it at um, uh, Fresh Time. Oh, dope. Mm -hmm. It's probably, what, like 35 bucks? Yeah, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. I bought, they have the, uh, I bought two of the Alpha Brain, like, powders that you pour into the water. Yeah. Tasted like death. I hated it. But, but so, like, maybe that's not... You need so like in most supplements that you take, you have to have, you have to build it up in your system to kind of have like mm-hmm. any effect. You don't just take anything. You're like, wow, I feel great. Those that's usually stuff that's illegal. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Shout out Adderall, but um, no, I like I do like Alpha Brain. What what is it supposed to do? Because I'm not it's I'm not a, familiar with it. I just I've heard of it just through Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to. Um, like the what what's helped me is like at work I deal with a lot of the same numbers, like certain lot numbers or just things that are like five, six digits. And it's usually repetitive once every couple of weeks. Um, after taking Alpha Brain, what I've noticed the most is like, I don't have to go check that number anymore. Like, you I just, just have it? Yeah, I just have it. Oh, that's super cool. That's pretty cool. That's but awesome. it's only like certain things that, maybe that's just repetition on its own. Could be placebo effect. Well, I don't know if that's repetition on its own because I can't remember numbers worth shit. Okay. But I can remember, I can't really remember a lot of things that well, other than faces. I'm really good at remembering faces. Not names. But not names. Names suck. But no, I, I do notice because my short-term memory is ass. So I have noticed, I mean, just certain things like that or maybe when I'm like, which I haven't been writing the last few weeks, but I'll just write like a journal style and I feel more focused. I feel, oh, cool. and I, <clears throat> I feel less 
stuttering over my steps, even though I just did. But like, I, I can talk better. Yeah, because I, I stutter I think, a lot. Mm, I think I think we, if we're like sitting down and just, I I feel like I study I study <laughs> I I'm study this study. I stutter more if I'm having a uh, like a spiel I need to go through. That because I'm just thinking about it, and I'm like, I need to have this, like I'm doing a set a set word mm-hmm. usage. That speech, yeah, I was stuttering. I, I had a lisp growing up. I think you told me that. Yep. Can I, I hear it? I couldn't say my, you hear it now? I, no, no, can I hear it? Can oh, I thought, you said, I, I thought you said oh, I right, hear right. it now. I'm like, yo, I spent like four years trying to fix this thing. <laughs> um, when I couldn't say my S's, I would, you know, I my, my tongue would stick between my teeth mm-hmm. when I'd say them, so it'd be like, thup. Or J's, because you, if you if you if you realize your S's and your J's, there's certain parts of where your tongue. Right. When you say each word like that. Jackson. Uh, yeah. So like I would be Jackson. <laughs> Jackson would have been hard for me to say, <laughs> like Andrew Jackson Braithen. <laughs> no, no the people that still Jackson. have. You piece of shit. Yeah, probably. They oh, no, probably, no problem. I mean, they all were right to their own extent. I don't think I can keep doing this podcast. All dead presidents suck. And live ones. <laughs> yeah, um, all of them. What I, what I meant to say is uh, the dead presidents on money suck. Really suck. And they're on the money. Making money every day, dude. Um, I read an article online, so it has to be true. Uh, some of George Washington's false teeth were made out of slaves' teeth. Mm-hmm. Like he, he would use their teeth. Yeah. Um, so it'd be like a wooden tooth next to like a slave's tooth. I don't know your name, so I can't. Sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to call you the slave, but. I know. Wow, dude, our history's so fucked up. We, I, I we're think- so, I started to think like, we're still so young, like as a species. Yeah. It's like, just like a whole species. Yes, I agree. Holy shit. We, I'm like, man, we should have this figured out by now, but no, there's no way. We haven't went through enough. Like we've only almost died off a couple times. Yeah, only a few. Only a few, like Pompeii and shit. Like my favorite. Like I love like looking at the memes. Is like the entire European uh, like group of people versus one rat. Like one <laughs> sick rat. <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate. Uh, yeah. Didn't that wasn't after Pompeii? There's only like seventy nine people left on the planet or some shit. Oh, I have no idea. This podcast, I might have heard. Podcast. No one cares numbers and like no. facts. I hate facts. I'd rather just pretend. Yeah, I think I actually, I think there's only 72 people. Probably something like that. But no, like we're still so new, and it's crazy to me that slavery was so. What's crazier than slavery being so recent is it wasn't until the 1950s that people got like by law equal rights. Not that shit really changed, and we're still at a point where shit is ass backwards it's bad it's bad it's really bad right now i don't think i've ever felt as like alienated from a group than like the people in my country yeah you know easily but i never really felt like i was a part of it anyway like i don't feel part of anything i remember (laughs) damn that's deep deep dude sit on that one for a while yeah sit on it we should we should digest that we don't feel a part of anything I just remember, because, you know, growing up in a rural town, and it's just like, I never, for one thing, I, I didn't, I was not that. 
I was not that sort of I that, never that was. Like, stereotype that you would find there. Um, I might have said some stupid shit. You know, I think about things that I might have said just out of like comedy or, I mean, hell, dude, like you, like ten years ago, Louis C.K. was getting away with saying the N word because he had a whole bit about, oh no no no, I'm not using it in that way, and people fucking loved it. Worked. It. People fucking that was loved brave, it. dude. And honestly, like, was it brave? It was brave in a this could go bad. I think. I don't know. Not brave and like. I think okay, at the, the word time, brave is. It's yeah, like, no, no, yeah, I don't think that's the word. That's you're a term at. issue. It yeah. was uh, risky. Risky is the right word. Slightly risky, and yeah. I, I just think it's funny. It's funny that what he's in more shit for, which is equally both terrible. I think him getting away with saying is the it, n-word is it terrible? What just like fucking taking your dick out and like jerking off? Was in front he of, was he just taking his dick out and jerking off, or was he asking people if he could? No, no, no. There was no asking. I thought it was all asking, and that's what I was freaking out about. I didn't know he was actually doing no, it. No, he was, like, doing it. I know he came out with a... Um, what, like, statement? No, no, no. Right before he got, like, put on blast for that, he came out with his own little, I think, like, short... It was a... Uh, uh, it was a film, but it was a short one, like, 20 minutes or something like that. And the whole thing was, like making fun of that like jerking off in front of people that was the bit that was the bit that was the bit and then like right after that he got hit with like I don't even remember that coming that. out yeah, the, 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 only the stuff that I heard that I heard that I read and like I said I'm taking everything at what face value yeah. you learn on the internet true which I'm finding out to be <laughs> harder <laughs> yeah harder. I mean like it's just like what I heard through through like other sort like sources online was that he was any sort of like up and coming comic or new intern or whatever, he would just like, he would, he, you weren't wrong when say he would ask, but um, he would do it regardless. So let's say, let's take, let's pretend here that it was just on an ask basis and he never actually did it unless um, given the okay. Like that's just, is, yeah, it's weird. But like, in, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, in my own perspective of me going up to somebody that I kind of know that um, that I might be in a uh, like a professional relationship with, and just getting to that point in my head where I think it's okay to be like, "Do you mind if I take my dick out and just, just jerk, jerk off, off in front of you?" I just it's hard for me to even think that because I don't have any weird fetishes like that. So it's, I can't like, yeah, I mean like, I can't be like, okay, what, at what point can you not handle it anymore? And you have to start asking people like you like, is built up inside of you that you just need, like, I don't even need you to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Right. Like, I just need you to stand. You can even text. I, I don't, don't care I don't, what you do. <laughs> listen, I don't like kink shaming because people are weird and people <laughs> like their own shit, but I'm going to kink shame that only because Louis C.K. is a really prominent person. In, in the world, and he kind of has like, if we're talking about being a uh, a privileged man, and he, I Where feel he like was just soft the whole time though. <laughs> <laughs> now that's totally different. He can't get an erection unless he asks. Yeah, <laughs> look, it's just a it's a mental block. It's a mental block. <laughs> it's like I need I need to ask you if it's okay for me to have a, have an erection, and then what? Like, what if they're like, yeah, it's okay, and it's like immediate. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm done. <laughs> oh, it's just I'm like, done. oh, thank you, thank, thank you. you. I can leave now. No, but, but like, see, the, the, also the sad thing about that is like, but what I'm saying is, back to back to the point of him saying the N word, 
and him getting a free pass. Nobody, and maybe it's like a time difference thing, you know? Being 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago, I remember that stand-up, and I'm not going to lie, I laughed my ass off at that whole bit. That whole bit, he started with that yeah. on that special that he did. He said it like 12 times. He did like a 15-minute bit of it. And and I remember like him saying like going to going to like Starbucks and using that N word is like a is like a uh, um, like a like on the pro side of everything. Like yeah. he's like complimenting that person for making a coffee, but using it in not a derogatory yeah. way. He's like, so it's okay. But but now but now like just times have ch- shifted so much that what what's the thing now the uh, the little dicky. Uh, Chris Brown oh, song yeah, yeah, where he's yeah. like, he's I like can, can I say the N word and then like they'll have like uh, people at a concert or, or like at a party and all these white white people yeah. are saying what up my you know and mm-hmm. then so they're getting blasted for that but in, if you were to look 10 years ago a white comedian was just like hammering it out and everyone's just like this is amazing this is well, yeah. so edgy and, and funny around the same time wasn't it the um, Seinfeld dude I can't think of his name no no that was a little bit before a little bit before yeah but he was it wasn't. He wasn't being funny with it. <laughs> oh my he, was just, he lost his he lost mind his with mind. it. Um, but yeah, dude, it's it's really. So like, it's just funny where where the focus tends to lead, ne- like where we are in the climate now, because. But th- that's funny that you also mentioned that because like I'm I'm also. I think I I side on if you're a comedian and you're and you're performing an <coughs> art. Because that's how they're interpreting it as, you know, how in their head they're, they're saying it. It's hard for me to say, like, you can't say that. Even though, like, but my own principles that I wouldn't, I wouldn't say something like that. Right. You know. Well, it's also, like. It, I, I'm not going to tell anybody what they can and can't say. But I'm going to speak my Speak my mind, you know. Yeah, we can. That's the whole point of this is to speak in our mind. But when I go to comedy shows, um. You gotta think like most of the crowd are people that are just dealing with shit like people deal with. Every day. Every day, you know, you got racism in the world, you got politics, you got everything that people just have to deal with and are real and you get to a comedy show and it's kind of just wanna have fun. You can just have fun and it can you can just kinda let your guard down. I mean you're still gonna get people that are offended and wanna walk out. But it's 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 hard to even really comment as a white man on <laughs> like, n- like, yeah, that bit was fucking hilarious. But when you look, when you take a step back and look at it, it's like, man. But yeah, the times we're in a politically correct. Oh, time. for sure, for sure. You and can't I, say things. And I'm always erring on the people that are getting hurt by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, same, but no, but I I just grew up. You know, you call your friends certain words. Yeah, yeah and yeah. now it's like it's hurting somebody. And it's yeah. Like, but it's like, I, <clears throat> I don't want to get myself in trouble here. I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable. I, I don't deal with certain issues that some people are born with or whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I find myself struggling with tiptoeing around people's feelings and being also like, okay, you're taking it too far. But I can't say you're taking it too far when I'm not like I'm not a gay man or like yeah I'm not I'm not a part of it so I I can't say I can't say certain words and and also like there's there's a completely different aspect where uh, you know people of like color or people of different 
you know, ethnicities in general, um, or, or a gay person or a trans person, they, a huge struggle for them is like fucking white dudes or white chicks or anybody that's above them on like the proverbial totem pole yeah. of, of, uh, society. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're just, they're, they're making themselves part of the conversation. Yep. Like they're adding their own bit to it because do you want to be a part of that conversation? Then like, I have no, I have no idea what it's like to be a Hispanic woman. I have no, no idea what it's like to be a black woman. So I'm not going to speak upon their behalf exactly. of what offends them and what shouldn't offend them. Exactly. So I'm going to take their word for it because that's all I have. And that's what I'm going to respect. Um, and that's kind of how, that's how my philosophy has changed. Like 10 years ago, I'd be like, oh, why, 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 why would this person be offended about that? I don't mean it that way, but fuck man. We were also a different mental state 10 years ago where yeah. I was, you know, still calling friends faggot or, yeah. and it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I, you shouldn't say it, especially if you're around somebody that's going to be offended, but you just grow up. It's like, it was just like a culture. Like you call your friends. You call yeah. your friend a faggot or like, dude, that's gay. Yeah. Or like, you know, like now you can't say tranny and tranny to me was never like a, an insult. It's just, I don't know, but I'm not transsexual, so I can't comment but on like, that But those words were built on, built on, yeah, built on negative yeah. connotations. Absolutely. So, but it was always just like, when you're talking to your friends, I think like when you're, <sighs> dude, and, and there's a, I was listening to a podcast the other day because Somebody, uh, it was the Productive Outs podcast that I really enjoy. It's fucking nerds talking about baseball and I love it. Yeah. But they talk about other issues too. So there was a baseball player that was being, um, he said, he's like 23 now or 24 now. And he had some, he had some nasty tweets that he tweeted out when he was 17, 18. And it was, people dug that shit up on him. So like what you say online will you know, it's there forever. Yeah, it's there forever. It's there forever. You can hold me to what I'm saying right now because like, once this is on, Because once it's on, it's up. It's up. So, um, I, I want to say that like people, people, I give the, give them the benefit of the doubt when, when you're young, fuck, I said some stupid shit. And like when I was 17, 18, fuck, I think about the things I said and I'm just like cringe now. Dude, oh. And I'm like, I, I've like, but I'm, so I'm giving whoever, whoever said things like that kind of what you're talking about now about you growing up in this, in this like microcosm of East Central Indiana. However, you dealt with a lot of more things than I did. You know, like I'm just right. yeah, growing up 20, 20 minutes away from you. This is a different. It's just a different, different ball game here. Completely different. And it's a different ball game where I'm from too, but not in that sense. So you, I would get. I feel like what you're saying more on the uh, hatred aspect of it. If someone's okay. saying that. Because they're saying it like... They're saying it because nothing, oh, nothing okay. experiences... Okay. Nobody experienced anything. Dude, when, when I was you. in high school, I had three black people in my high school. Okay. And so, like, whenever anybody would say anything like that, it was never... It was hateful. Oh, my God. And so, that's where I came from. So, I never said that. And I never said... Um, I don't even feel comfortable saying what, what you just said now. Because right? it's just like, I never said that. Because whenever anyone said it, it was a, it was a negative. So, like, when you say... Like even right now, when you said that, not meaning anything, what you said, I'm just like, fuck, I can't like a little cringe, maybe yeah, no, like, not even cringe, but I'm just like, I get it now because what you're coming from is, and I just learned something. That's great. Right? So what I'm saying, like, so, so in what, and even in you and I being straight white men, uh, sometimes <laughs> being straight white men, 
in this area, even, even like 20 minute difference, you can get what I'm talking about on a much bigger scale when yeah. it comes to actually like black people hearing My, what they feel. And I'm like, eh, yeah. you know, like, yes. so th that's why I'm so like, I cannot speak for them because I'm not supposed to, and I'm not going to, because I have no idea. And so that's kind of like the same thing that we just talked about, but like, and so in like, our own personal. Yeah, life. exactly. So like in middle school, high school, up until I realized like, like, dude, like when I just got a little bit smarter, it's like, dude, that's just not cool. It's not like my, I mean, my core group of black friends, I would say the N word around them because they would let me. Right. You know, and it's and I like, didn't have that. Yeah. So like, I didn't have most, that. Of, most of my friends growing up, I mean, we're black. Yeah. We're black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like, and then, I mean, I got. Like you're not using the like, hey, I have black friends, so I'm allowed to say that. You know, yeah. I, because people do that. You know that, right? I, I probably was one of those people. Yeah. Like. If, but so, not, if you said that and like right. offended somebody, like, yo, my, I have no, no, a no. group of friends. I got, I got my friend, uh, he lets me say that, so no. I can say it around you too. No, no, that's stupid. But um, yeah, so I, it's, it's, that was educational. I like that. Because for you, when you hear it, the only times you ever heard it in your life were when somebody was saying something bad. Or Terrible. like, or like never, that, never, you're never like elevating that word no, to something yeah, exactly. that is powerful. That's crazy. I love that. I hope you guys got something out of that. That's good. Yeah. So, so me, you me growing up from this ho-dunk town, ever, whenever I heard shit like that, I'm like, well, I'm not saying that because I, you, and I thank my mom for that because she always like, she taught me at a very young age to, to be, be mindful of what you hear around here. Yep. And, uh, and thankfully like my core group of friends that I'm like, I mean, who I went with, with uh you know to the um camping yeah it's uh i would hope i would hope that they had that same sort of uh growth right but maybe in progression but uh maybe a huge reason why we don't talk is there wasn't it's hinged upon yeah, that yeah, yeah absolutely and 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 like i said and then i have i there's just certain people where if if you have that growth as a person and I'm not saying like I've grown, like I'm not better than anybody. I'm not, I'm trying not You're to You're just like, better than who you were. I'm better yeah. than who I was. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Hands down. Same. And so hopefully that keeps going for me because I'm, I don't want to just like stagnate and stay and stay in this like bubble that I made myself in where I didn't offend anybody at that time. Right. But, but being complacent and where you are is affecting how people still live. Because if you're not saying anything, if you're not speaking up for, for a brown person that's getting harassed at a grocery store, or a black person, that's, you're just as guilty. You're just as guilty, man. You got it. Like, and and that's a good thing about like how, how I've because I I don't let that shit slide. That's awesome. Did you see? Um, there was a, I think it's a TV show where they set people up and see how they react. Yes, I yeah. saw that. And yes. there's the marine that uh, there he's getting coffee in the. The guy, the cashier, wouldn't serve the. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know what's what's a non, what's the correct term here? Uh, Arabian person, like uh, Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Cause I still am around people on a daily basis that would say towelhead or something. Right. Yeah. And just like not it, it blows. Dude, and it's just so it's. It I, blows I, my mind because like nobody, there's so much power in words, and it's just fuck it's sticks just, and stones, dude. dude it's it a hurts. form, dude. What you say is a form of oppression. It really is. Mm -hmm. 
and it keeps people oppressed. Yeah. So you got to be super mindful of what you say. And you really do. That's like, I get, I get shit from like other friends for, for like being so critical of what they say because I don't, I just don't, I, I want, I want, I want them to be better. Yeah. And, and kind of, we'll get back to what you were saying real quick, but like what, how I was going to finish with like, there's, there's, there's no easy way to let someone know that they're racist. No, there's really homophobic. not. Because there's no, there's not enough, there's no time for me anymore to be, to be gentle with their feelings. And it's hard to try and, cause there's going to be an excuse or like. There is, there's always an excuse, there's always an excuse. And, and you have an excuse is your fuck up. And I don't care what people say. I don't care what sort of background you come from. And I don't care what that, like whatever experience you've had to give you that sort of belief. You're looking at just a minutia of, of humanity. You can learn, man. I mean, you, I don't care if you're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 and you're racist. It's not, it's, it's never, never too, too late. late. But you're going to get, you're going to get the crash course if, if it's later. It, you're you. definitely going to get the crash course, but I mean, I've opened my mom's eyes uh, a little bit. Uh, you know, family members, it's just like... And, and, and that's different too because like there's... You have such a like interpersonal relationship with family members mm -hmm. that there's not just writing on you correcting them on True. what they're saying wrong. It's... Fuck, it's like you're, you're, I'm your kid. You're my mother. There's a lot of other deeper shit going right. with that. So like, it's just... It's fucking, dude. It's hard. Life's hard. hard Life's fucking it really hard. Is, Just got head first, it's man. It's so fucking hard. And I try to do my best. And I, and I sometimes don't do it. And I'm my biggest critic. I, really, I like, if, if, I, if, I, if I don't feel like I do enough, uh, or if I don't feel like I say the right thing, or if I upset somebody, or I, like, I fucking hate it. I really do. And it like kills me when I upset somebody at that sort yep. of fundamental level. I don't care upsetting people in a way that what we were just talking about of, of me letting you know what you're saying yeah. wrong. That doesn't upset it's when me. you say something wrong it's and you're on the I, opposite. When, I, when I'm on the, the, the end and I don't realize how I hurt that person and I just dwell on that shit. Mm -hmm. And it makes me feel so bad. So it makes you a good person. Or I try to be. It makes you a person anyway. Yeah. I try to be a good person, but thank you. Yeah. And I, and I don't want to like put on blast like people that I grew up with, but you know when when people say like I haven't heard from you forever, it's kind of there's a reason. There is it. a reason, and it's not that I like I still care for them as people because we have history, and it's just like there's that history. But if you're not growing the same way I'm growing, and uh, I'm not saying because it's like confu the word usage is difficult to express when yeah. it comes to. Um, no, I'm I not saying that I need you to grow just like me. But I need you to understand where I'm coming from and be at least compassionate in, in how you look at things. That's it. Yep. Just kind of like take a second. Just take a hot second and, and realize where you might be speaking from is just a, just a giant pedestal privilege. I can, get, I can get a lot out of what I need from a person within the, next, within the first few minutes. I mean, usually people that – I mean, you can bond with somebody over like a favorite movie or like – a comedian or but to get think, that deep level. yeah you get that deep level if i hear something like um you know you're making fun of the meat tube movement or you drop a, a trump quote that you like or if you like there's just these certain things where i can be like okay i don't really need to move forward like yeah you're cool like we can go golfing but 
there's just you're never going to be in this close circle. Not that it's like an honor or anything, but uh, no, 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 it is. But the, but when I have when I have old friends that are stuck in that mindset, it's like you battle with, am I giving up on them or? But my plate's full. My plate's full. I don't have time to try and get you out of your racist ways or try to convince you that, um, you know, not that I know shit about politics, but I know that Donald Trump's not the greatest guy. So I don't, and I don't even want to argue about that with anybody. It's just, if that's where you stand and you think that... Um, that what he's doing Yeah, is- if you think taking kids away from their family is, like, if you can justify that, which a lot of people try to, and it's just like... Well, they shouldn't have came over here. Okay, well, I don't want you in my circle. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to hang out with you. It's so uh, funny when you talk about that, like, sort of, Trump shouldn't be taking kids away, and then they're like, well, the, the Obama administration uh, started that. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm also... I'm not defending I'm Obama. I'm not defending anybody. I just, I, I was saying that same shit. That's when, the thing. That's the thing right like, there. I'm it's, saying that same shit when he was doing it. He might have gotten oh. a better pass because he was progressive in mm-hmm. a sense but fuck man when you when you look at like obama's track record uh, he's drone bo- really drone bad. striking groups of whoo man yep for real and that's the thing is like i had tried to have this conversation with somebody um not really i'm not gonna say names but um we're talking about politics and um i'm the only liberal around these people or i, I i'm obviously i lean left but I, don't, I hate putting a term on it. It just separates people. But I have these certain ideas. And we were talking about Trump and, like, uh, we were talking about the uh, new Supreme Court justice member. And everything I would say, because he was trying to make little jokes about, like, oh, liberals are in trouble and stuff like this. And I'm just like, dude, we're all on the same team. You, you are putting these labels to try and separate us. You're dividing us when every, and I even, this is how I try to express. I'm like, no matter what road each party is trying to take, we're all trying to get to the same place. We're all heading, we're all trying to make everything better in just different ways. At least that's hopefully everybody's goal. I mean, you're, you're going to find the people that aren't. Like yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. That's what I'm saying. But like, are the average person, I'm not talking about the, the people that, or sitting in seats, you know, on Congress or anything. I'm talking about your average 40 an hour, you know, the, like the, the working class. Yeah, they want. If you're a Republican or a socialist or, you know, a libertarian, your goal should be for everybody to be doing better. You're just wanting to do it in different ways. So that's what I was trying to tell him. Like, like I, when I say I want Trump to succeed, I just want people to do better. I know. I know what that might mean, but my point is don't try and divide us up in parties and try and, you know, it's just, we have all the, the core beliefs, you know, like pro-choice or pro-life or, um, you know, gay marriage or all these things. It's just fucking hard. Everyone should drop some acid. Everybody should just drop some acid and be happy, dude. Just drop a big cloud. (laughs) I don't know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And and when I say like when I what I what the area that I grew up in is is a very fundamental uh, thing that I disagree with um, as a whole probably. But there you know there's groups of people there like every area that, that you're gonna gravitate towards. And but as a whole, man, I still love Hartford because they are 
the working class. And when if, if we're like removing politics out of it, man, there are people in Hartford that have your back no matter what. Like they, they just like, they, as a community, they step up. That's what I'm saying. And Put your beliefs aside and yeah, just try just and like, help a person yeah, out. Yeah, man. And it's like, it's great to see that. And it's great to be part of that. Hartford is just like, they're, they're they are, they, they've always been really good at, uh, uh, looking out for like the everyday guy. I like small communities where you. Yeah, me you too. And it's fuck me. It's important. Oh, it's important. I, I you're. Uh, I was on like that. Fucking the chair probably just like fucking gave out on me. Um, you want this one? No, nah, we're good. Okay. Um, it's important that uh, the um, working class like it's cool. Like the working class can kind of like look out for each other because yeah. they all have like the same sort of. The struggles that they deal with are all are all similar, similar. Yeah. similar. And uh, if we're gonna just like remove politics and talk about like class systems, the working class kind of gets shit on. Oh, they do get shit on. And the and they think, and if we're gonna add politics back to it, and they think that there's gonna be a group of people that really care about what what, what happens to them, they don't. they don't. They don't. And that's a sad thing. And and there's that great Dave Chappelle part. I don't, have you seen any of his like his his Netflix? Oh yeah, I've seen those. That's one where he's talking about like when he went to. Um, vote when for Obama, and that there was just like lines of like happy, you know, you know, black people, and he was in line, and and now, but like he felt like a part of that because like I'm sure a lot, you know, and I felt a part of it too, only because it was like I the 2000 the 2008 election was such a massive one, and it was like it felt like the change was going to happen. Yeah, and it, it did. And, it did feel like it, it was going. It was going to feel like. And it was gonna then. Happen. Um, and so, uh, and then he was talking about <clears throat> going to vote because he lives in like small town Ohio. Yeah. Um, going to this this most recent, and it was like full of like fucking big ass trucks. Yeah. And uh, and just like that sort of vibe. MAGA hats. And yeah. Like, and so, but not what, telling you who what, I'm voting for. No, but what he, <laughs> but he yeah I know but what he was, that whole bit man he did such a great part when he was like. Um, that he was like, he was rich, and he know, and he knew that what they were voting for was not looking out for those people. He's like, I've I've seen it. He's like, I've been to those parties where they just like, you don't exist to them. Yep. And uh, <laughs> he, he was talking about like, he hates he hates poor white people the most <laughs> because, <laughs> because they they're just like in their own they're in their own rut and head about that. And mm-hmm. I just thought that was like a really great bit. I did. I did a terrible job. Oh, that's I, okay. I've seen it, so I know it's funny. But if you guys haven't, you should check it out. Cause yeah, he, did, he didn't do a great job on that. I did a terrible bit trying to explain <laughs> that, but it was just. But it's it's like back to my point on everybody's trying to reach the same goal. I kind of thought of um, an example where I playing devil's advocate, where that would be wrong, which at the same time it's not wrong. But like the KKK, I mean that's not necessarily that is that political. Yeah, I mean, there's, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there's a political party. KKK is a political party. Um, but in their fucking heads, they're doing what's greater for everybody. So they're not. They're not right. doing greater for everybody. But like I'm saying, every, everybody in their own head thinks that they are going for the greater of their own beliefs. And to contradict my point 10 minutes ago, they're not, though. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think when you when you bring something as like polarizing as like the KKK into a situation that is 
I, th- I would say that most people are against that. And most people aren't in the KKK? Yeah, most people aren't in the KKK. Yeah. And we're like making it sound like that it's just like, you know, rampant. But, you well, know, people that, I mean, Elwood is, was the. Yeah, and Elwood's ca- just like, what? 20 minutes? Yeah. 20 minutes for me. Yeah. 30, 40 minutes for you. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, but yeah, it's totally political because, like, when you see that there's, like, in the news that there's, like, people running for office that are, like, part of, like, the white nationalist party and they're back yeah like, they're back like there was a dude, march a fucking there wild. was a fucking march last year yeah it's fucking wild dude like it's a wild time because it feels like when we're like oh we we've come so far no we haven't <laughs> we haven't at all what, we did like in I what feel spectrum like of of coming far did we do before all these i, I might just be blind to it and i might have only i mean i was only 14 but before all the which social media and recording things have really put a lot of things into light. So I guess in the last 10 years, that has advanced a lot with, you know, live feeds and oh, yeah. more you can be like, Oh, if like, like police brutality, yeah, nah, we're getting this. Yeah. So like you just didn't hear about it, I guess. Um, but I felt like we were as a nation were less racist 10 years ago. I, or in my, maybe because I wasn't seeing it. Like I see it every day on Facebook. That might be it. Mm-hmm. But you, you you only had MySpace and YouTube and Facebook was just coming up. Mm-hmm. So you weren't posting. You couldn't just have a phone that was recording. You know, you had a, mm-hmm. you had a camera. Yeah, I have a camera. Yeah. Separate thing. Now, like, everything is just built into one, which is wild. Yeah. So I guess my, I just answered my own question is it was always there. It's just way more in light now. And, and when you have all these shootings, you know, coming out every day, it makes it really hard to be a good cop which you can't really I mean you're playing in a shitty system anyway so you can be a good person shout out J. Cole uh, one of my favorite quotes by him is you can and I'm, a, I'm paraphrasing but you can be a good person and be a cop but you can't be a good cop because you're in such a corrupt system that you know if you're gonna arrest somebody for a bag of weed and potentially fuck up their life for the next two years cost them a lot of money that they don't have well they shouldn't have the weed on them it's like that's shut up but you, know, <laughs> like, you want to talk to you you want to, i can, we can make a whole podcast about me talk about the corruption of like the the police force and how there, there's pro there's profit is that prison how you kind systems. of you kind of want to do segments maybe like so from here on out maybe like this next week or up until we do our next one we could hit like Maybe we can go with current events or maybe we can go with hot topics mm-hmm. and maybe like, okay, these are the three we're going to hit half hour, half hour, half hour, or like, um, yeah, we could, we something could like that. that. And then we could be like, okay guys, today, we're, this is our intro, like our first five minutes are like, this is what we're going to cover. Um, and then we just go into it without any pre, cause I want to get to a point where we're not like, I, I mean, I like this, yeah, but I like, like this. I don't, I don't, I feel like having a set would be mm-hmm. cool. I think it'd be set too. And I'd like to like pick your brain a little bit. I love that most of our beliefs are pretty spot on, but I'm, I want to learn, you know, like there's certain views that you have that like just the whole 20 minute distance from Hartford, just having that common sense perspective, like turned on, like, okay. So for you, this was always used as an offensive way, but for me, it was how I joked around with my friends. Mm -hmm. So like there are things that I can definitely learn. And I'm sure there's things that that I can you can learn oh, too. Yeah, yes. sure. and I'm always like down for learning, and I like, I like learning from people that are like part of it too, you know, and or have like had whatever, 
happened impact them more than it would have ever impacted me. Right. And that's, man. That's my point. I, I think if we, yeah, if we, if we start doing that, that'd be sweet. But like, I'm very anti, uh, <laughs> very anti, like, not establishment, but because I don't even know what establishment means when people say like I'm anti-establishment. Yeah, I don't like, think they know what they. <laughs> I would like to at least be, because you can I can do all the reading I want and um, and that's why I enjoy like let's just like about books. I I don't I read I read like fun things for pleasure from time to time. Like I rarely do, but I read like that fucking heavy shit. Yeah, I read that, you know. Um, I read about like the the history of you know marginalized groups of people. That's yeah. what I enjoy because I I'm not I'm not a part of that, and I would like to know more. Yeah, shout out New Jim Crow. It's a good book that you need. Yeah, to borrow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you borrow it. It's a good book. Um, and then, like I mean, w- th- see the thing that I really enjoy about mostly everything is how it is tied together. When when people say that race isn't built on capitalism and capitalism isn't uh, the housing markets of what we basically created ghettos for people in Dude, Chicago. these caste systems. Dude, it's fucking mind-blowing. And when you, and when you, it's like a, just a giant light bulb pops mm-hmm. open, pops open, pops on, turns on when uh, you just realize that the, everything is just a part of something else. And it's, it's, it's been plotted. I mean, you, I, my biggest argument I hate with people is when they say that, you know, like gun violence, like, like, well, you know, the blacks need to stop killing themselves. Like, you know, because a lot of gun violence is black on black crime. Right. But what do you think, what do you think, why do you think Compton is the way it is? Why do you think Chicago is the way it is? Or Harlem or parts of New York or Buffalo or like these inner cities are inner cities for a reason. We created that. We created it. And we put them there yeah. because, and then, and then because Chicago Let's, I have a whole book about that, and it's mind blowing. The the um, how basically, and a lot of bigger cities are still following it. Like gentrification still exists because like if you if and people that lived it during the times of like the seventies and eighties in New York are is just completely different from how they are now. Yeah, you know, like Brooklyn predominantly black, Harlem predominantly black, working class predom- you know working class black or working class white Hispanic. You know, if we're going to just talk working class, that, that was mostly what yeah. it was. But now you're looking at like what they do. It's just tactical. It's tactical gentrification. It's like, let's raise the prices so much that you cannot live here. Cincinnati is a great is a great uh, current one because there is a road that goes through Cincinnati that basically you see the double. You see the sides. It's one road. You look across the street. It's working class black. And then on the other side, you're getting like your bougie ass coffee shops yep. and your donut shops and uh, like fucking pet grooming spots. Yep. And there's going to be tension right there because you created that tension by basically allowing, by kicking out people that can't afford Dude, to live there. And, and it's just like, it's oh. shameless hits that very well. Oh, really? The show shameless. I've never seen shameless. It's a really good show. And the last season, um, that I think it was like season seven. They hit that hard where like the play, the area that like you know seventieth you know south side of yeah. well, uh, Chicago like they're starting to put up they're making it super hipster mm-hmm. and the people are fighting back because it's like 
They, this, like this is yeah, ours. This, this is, is ours. like our spot. And you're jacking up the prices on everything. We can't afford that. Like, and so it, it effectively removes the people that you do not want there. You push people, they're going to retaliate or they're going to react. Yeah, gentrification is just like a, just a stem of racism that mm-hmm. um, because like, but then the stem of racism also can can follow on the stem of capitalism because you're going to be benefiting by putting people that you want living there that can afford the prices that you want them to afford. That's just that's just how it that's right. It's and now then, then, what are you going to do? Oh. Uh, Go work at McDonald's, or are you gonna sell some drugs and make some good ass money? Yeah, and it's just like you're 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 setting yourself up for it's 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 like you're setting yourself up to complain about the things that you're gonna eventually be complaining about because or fighting against or like or stowing your own stoking your own fire of your inner racism or inner uh, anti any anybody yeah. by. Removing what you don't want here, putting it somewhere else, and then saying that they have the problem over here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always people. It's, it's like, a- well, they have a problem there. We're like, motherfucker, you they they were part of your neighborhood. Yep. Of it was their neighborhood. It was it was theirs. And it was like the same sort of eradication that we that people do all across the world. All the fucking and, time. And it's 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 part of history. Like this is this isn't anything new when people are like, I can't believe they did something like that. Well, fucking look. Look at their history. The indigenous tribes of Canada, the indigenous tribes of the United States, they, like, that's just, that. that's like the one glaring example. Let's just say that. Right. Because that just sticks out like a sore thumb. You know, there's reservations. And the land that they have been placed upon. Placed is upon. Placed upon. And, like, motherfucker, you stole their land. Dude, it, it, I get pretty uh, heated. I think that there's some things it. that I, I allow people to disagree with me on, but there's some things that yeah. I won't allow people to disagree with me on. And then if, if that's just going to happen, if that's just how it's be, it's like you, there's no, there's no middle ground for people being removed like that. There's no middle ground for the systemic racism that just has derived, like say Chicago, people are so easy to talk about Chicago. Like, um, like, oh, they're just killing themselves up there. The, the gun violence is awful. Yeah, they, you know, it is pretty terrible up there right now. But why, why is it bad up there? Yeah, nobody what, wants to... No one wants to... Everyone says, like, the problem is, like, guns. Or the problem is the uh, abundant drugs. Or the abundant, like... Um, yeah, but those were meant to be the focus of the problem. Just so it doesn't... The light isn't shined on the actual... on the, yeah, the actual... Actual problem. And I hate when I have, you know, because I always have these conversations, which that's why I will, <laughs> I will say that we're above certain people when we have this certain mindset. Um, but you have com- conversations with people that have never lived it, which I've not really ever lived it. I, I've never but, lived it. But we have... But we have I think certain, we have a duty to... Yeah, dude. We have, a, we have the right mindset on it to where... I can comment on it because I understand I haven't lived it. And I know that I have no knowledge other than what I see. So when I see people like older white men or just anybody that's like speaking on, oh, well, the black people are just killing each other off. You know, you know they can't stay out of the drugs. And it's like, okay, you can't say that because you've never been, you know, you've, you've never lived as a seven-year-old black kid where you're hearing gunshots every night or you know 
You don't know your best friends are getting killed. Yeah, you never lived that. So how can you sit here and say that it's easy as getting out of you know gangs and selling drugs and gun violence? Because you don't, you have no fucking idea what you're you talking no about. Clue. And I don't either. But I'm smart enough to say that I don't, and that's why I can't judge anybody for what they do in those situations. Because honestly, push comes to shove. If I'm that, if I'm you're in that situation, do the best that you can. I'm gonna do whatever I can. Yeah, whatever I can. And if my mom. I got a single mom that's working and never home. Like, I'm gonna, I wanna help her. Fuck yeah. Fuck I can't yeah. help and that. Her. And that's so, and, yeah. and like, that's the thing. It's just like, and the, the, uh, the, the great, um, like one of my favorite novelists, like Tan Hazi Cotes, mm-hmm. the Between the World and Me, he yeah. talks about that, that like the, the black men have this, um, almost like this, uh, you know, stoic. I'm I'm the man, but like I can do I can the 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 wife is here for the kids, and that's why there's like so many like single black mothers raising babies, and that's what you know that's just kind of how it is. And there was a huge time, and like he he's from he's from something similar, but like his parents he was he was so well aware of it that you know he wrote a book about it, and yeah. and that a lot of it like he was always. The first, he was the first author that I saw that like painted the picture so clearly that a white dude from Indiana could could hear it and yeah. be like, "Oh shit!" Let me take a step back. Let me look at and, this. And, and I feel like everybody should read "Between the World and Me." Is like there. That's like this should be their gateway let's, book let's, to uh, like get into it because there's there's stuff that if you don't, I'm not saying this is just me personally. If I would have started reading something that I'm reading now first. That would have been over my head. Yeah. And I'm like, am I missing something? Like, how did this get so bad without like the 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 foundation of yeah, understanding exactly. why it's so bad? Exactly. Let's make a list of uh, all the books we shout out so people can. Oh yeah, if they, they want to check it out, are. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I gotta pee, dude. Okay, right on. I'm gonna go pee. Go pee. I'm gonna. What are you I'll, gonna do? I'll, um, well, I'll, you know, I think I, I'll pee after you, or we can pee at the same time. But uh, you want to pause it so we can pee? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna take a quick uh, five minute. So yeah, so you guys stay tuned. Stay tuned because right. there won't be a five minute break for you guys. Oh yeah, it's not live. Okay, yeah, we're back. We're I think once up, I think yeah, we're good. Okay. Uh, um, once we uh, become like like good at this, we won't let people know that we're going to the bathroom. We just pause. <laughs> like we'll just like record it or edit oh, that yeah. shit out. You know what I mean? Editing, but like, I, hey, this is hard. just letting us know that, uh, or letting them know that we're real people and we're we're sitting here for the we're. Uh, Hour forty six right now. Oh, dope, dude! That's awesome. We've had a great time. Um, you didn't even comment on my haircut. I noticed it on the pictures yesterday, but I Why didn't you say anything. Because it looks great. I was. It looks you. so good. It does. That's how I want my hair to look. But it's just as out of the cards. You have great hair. You have great facial hair. I like your. I like how you trimmed up yours, dude. I got for the first time. It's a. Um, checked it off my bucket list. I got a straight razor shave. How'd that feel? A single blade. It felt great. Yeah. It really did. Where'd you go? Um, do it yourself. No, it's Nebraska. Uh, shout out Nebraska Street Barbershop. Um, it was uh, Tyler Honeycutt's older brother. Okay. Yeah, he's a really, really good barber. Travis Bashir. Bersh- I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Um, <laughs> go get your haircut by him. He did a really great job. Yeah, it looks really good. Great prices. Um, yeah. And it's I liked it a lot because it's set up as like an old school uh, barbershop. And I made a joke. It killed. Um, I was like, all you need is two grumpy old men over in the corner playing chess, just uh, reading the paper, talking shit. 
That's what we we could be that. I told him I was like, man, I got the perfect guy for this. We we should be playing chess on the side here because we're already grumpy. I have a chessboard. You can't beat me. I'm really good. Shout out to my dad for making me one of the best chess players in Grant County. I believe you're good. And uh, like, out. it's so funny. I know people that play chess before I even know that they play chess. Oh, because I you can just tell. Yeah, for sure. Game. Like, no, there's like a serious thing that I like. I pick up on. And I'm not even sure what that even is, but like when. I, because I have a chessboard at home, but I never have it set up. Because most of my nerds that I hang out with aren't playing chess, but they're like doing like fucking Rubik's cubes and shit. Playing so fuck that. I can't do that. Um, that just seems silly. It's fucking awesome, dude. Watch it is awesome, but it's silly. Like that. But um, like blindfolded. Yeah, like underwater. Um, also, uh, shout out to Kai Bragg for never beating me. He tied me once in chess, but he just, he's never beat me. And I've I think I've only beat my dad once. Are you good? Mm, I'm okay. I'm you have okay. a strategy or you just... Um, depends on... Just kind of depends on how it goes. Like, I don't have, like, a set motion of what... I... Like, I think I... I like to think I have a strategy, but I don't. There's so many There's so moves. many strategies. They can never start really the same. And then I always, like... I would watch, uh, like, the Grandmaster uh, chess players. And, dude, it's fucking mind-blowing. Hitting that timer. Bah, bah. I can't play like that. That's hard. Did you ever watch... It was on HBO. It was uh, it was the documentary or biography of Bobby Fischer. No. It's fucking... And now he ended up going, like, being, like, super anti-Semitic. And, yeah, he was Jewish at the same time. It was fucking... It was mind-blowing. But he kind of lost his mind. But I think to be that good at chess anyway, you kind of have to have something fucked up on you. <laughs> but he would, he would be playing other people... That were, that were in in like uh, the uh, I don't know the realm of chess, but good. I would say like really really good chess players that in their own right would be fucking amazing to yeah. play against. But he is doing like there's a great scene. It's like a giant square in this room of all these people just waiting on Bobby to come around to each person and beat him and, real quick. Well, no no no. He like does each move. He does a move. They do a move, and then he moves on the next person. He doesn't. And, you know, he just keeps going around and just keeps beating everybody in this square. Is this a video? Yeah, it's on the documentary. Oh, I want to watch that. It's, it's, it's a really good documentary. And he, like, he just won. And he, you know, he was grandmaster for I don't know how long, how many years. And um, You he, get a belt for that? Like a yeah, title belt? Yeah, it's, a, it's actually a black belt, but you wrap it around your head. Oh. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> killed. That joke kills every That's time. Good. I liked it a lot. So he, there's this great scene that he does like um, tons of like arduous training of playing chess. I mean, he, the, but the thing is, like, he just enjoyed playing chess. And so right. he did this like, it would be like if a bodybuilder was training for like the Arnold and he just 12 months out of the year trained like he was going to be on show. Or, or about to show next week, so right. like that hardcore. Because I know like people that do that shit, but they really they really step it up like two weeks out. Where do they find that drive? I, I don't have it. I don't. I don't. I'm 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 late to a podcast by an hour and a half. You know what I mean? It's shit like that. Yeah. Thanks again. Uh, <laughs> My whole day is offset now. So, but anyway, back to the chess thing. Yeah. Someone asked him. He's like, "Hey, so you have all this? Like, you just won this, and you've just been training for this?" He's like, "What What are you going to be doing with all your free time?" He's like. Well, I think I'd like to play a little, a little bit more chess. <laughs> <laughs> well, then do it, bud. And I, yeah, and so, he did. So, like, 
I'm fascinated with people that are really good at chess. Oh, it's it's really impressive. Were it's you really were impressive. you in chess club? Nope, nope. Um, I should have been. I just I didn't. I started the game late. I would have rather like went 15, home and 16. watched like Grounded with Kids or uh, or well, what's that? No, what's that show called? Married with Kids. No, I mean I like Married that show children, too. Um, Married with Children, but no, this is a uh, Grounded for Life on uh, ABC Family, and then I. I think like Gilmore, Gilmore Girls came on after that, maybe. Fuck maybe yeah, Miss World. But um, no, like I've heard the argument for both sides. So let's see what you think. Um, do you think it's better to explore your options and get good at a few different things, or be a Tiger Woods and find find what you? Yeah, just or just dedicate everything you have into one thing. Mm, I don't think I don't think that's easy for me to say. Right. Because I, for one thing, I don't have that one thing that I'm really good at, and I've dedicated my life to it. And but I do feel like I'm okay at a lot of things. Right. You know. So maybe, because like I'm sure. If I, you're I think it's be... like it's like romanticized. Um, I see it as uh, I see it as I want that because I want that um, like one thing I'm so good at, so much better than anybody else at. Mm-hmm. I want that because I don't have that. Same. That, yeah, you know. Same. But it's also. But I enjoy like playing guitar, and I enjoy writing, and I enjoy like baseball and basketball when I was growing up, and I was like okay at all those things, and uh, and but like I was never really great at just one of those things. It'd been nice to have. I don't know. It's like you don't want to have your parents making you do something because then you would start to hate it. But at the same time, I don't know. I guess it's 50-50 on you wanting it yourself yeah. enough. I, I totally think that because my dad wanted me to, to, to like, he pushed me really hard on, on baseball. He pushed me so hard. And I, and I was at that, like, rebellious time of my teenage years and, like, high school baseball where I wanted to hang out with friends. Yeah, same. And it, it, but it's not on him whatsoever because, like, that falls on me. But it also, like, turned me more off to it yeah. because I'm like, I should be playing this for me. And I, that never really came until later. And I uh, always wanted to hit a home run for him, you know? <laughs> he was stoked when I did, but like, it is what it is. You hit more home runs than I did. I did. I, sm- I smashed dongers. I bet, dude. You were probably ripping them. I got messed up, dude. Uh, my swing got fucked up in Babe Ruth League. I had uh, one of my coaches, he uh, had me stand different and just switched everything up. And I blame him for. For, for life? For, I blame him for me not trying out for the Reds. I would have made it. No, yep. Shout, that, shout that. out to me trying out for the Reds. Yeah, he not did. Making it. <laughs> Peyton, he did try out for the Reds, and that's pretty dope. That's actually really awesome. And you hit me with one of those burners, and I'm my hand you, still hurts. That was a month ago. My hand's still bruised. Right. He actually bruised my hand with with a fastball that I haven't thrown. Like I haven't thrown a baseball since the last time you and I threw. So it was oh a long time God. ago. And he hit me with this fucking knuckleball. It didn't. <laughs> didn't sp- it didn't move. You guys, if I could. Uh, we're gonna, you want to play catch after this? Yeah. I want to play catch. Yeah, let's play catch. You want to wrap it up? I really want to play catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, this is a great... Dude, we're almost at two hours, so... How close? We need we're, to get we're to at 155. We can talk five more minutes. Oh, my God. We really want to play catch. And I think yeah. Danielle just got back, too. I saw her walking uh, in the in the window. Oh. Well, let's let her uh, come say hi. Okay. Well, whenever she decides she wants to come down there. So it's just going to be awkward silence until she comes down here. Let's just stare... And she's like, is this the podcast? Let's just stare into each other's eyes. Staring contest. Ready to go. Three, two, no, oh fuck, I blinked. I um, lose. No, so like, you know, I like, 
I tried out for the Reds when I was 24, which is wild to me. Did you send me a meme? Or no, okay, no. I thought, <laughs> like, oh, this podcast, yeah, I was like, did you send me a meme? Um, how old were you, 24? 24, I think, or 25. So how, just real quick, um, let uh, fill them on how that opportunity even like becomes a thing. Um, Especially so, so late after high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I didn't do any college sports like that either. Um, well, so like, there was this, um, there was a, I know, I, I found online that they were having open tryouts to get to a, a potential to have a tryout. Okay. So I went to this open tryout, which was kind of close. Um, I think it was in, it was down south somewhere. I forget where it was. Um, in Indiana though? Yeah. And so I, I threw there. And this was like, it was, between that tryout and another tryout, it was a big space. Was it all positions or were they looking for pitchers? No, no, it was all position. Just an open tryout. Let's see what you got. And um, and I definitely, my, my bread and butter was pitching. I, I was good at first base only because I was big. Yeah. You know, I was a big target to throw to. So this first tryout? This first tryout, I just pitched and I did like 15 pitches and they're like, okay, we'll let you know if we're, if we're interested. And then I got, the, I got a call saying that you want to come down and try and it, this was like in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. How long was the gap between you pitching and then them calling you? I'd say like eight months. Oh, they waited eight months to call yeah. you? Yeah. So like, like, I'm just like a fucking, like, who's going to show up to an open tryout and be like anything other than be like, wow, this is kind of... Yeah. Mm. So I went to this open tryout. Um, and then I did the actual tryout for like the Reds. It was the Reds and then the Reds Farm Farm League. Like their, their single like AA, AA, double A, yeah. triple A. Yeah. So, yeah. And, um, and then like their summer traveling team. So it was like just everything that encompasses them. Um, and so they, long story short, I, I did the, I, I went down there and I pitched and I always like equate it to studying for a final or not studying for a final and getting like a C plus on it, like still passing Yeah. because I did like a month cause I wasn't sure if they were going to call. So I didn't like, I didn't in that time, like practice on pitching or I didn't like stay really that great in shape but I found out a month prior to going down there so I really busted it out for that month um and I did like a bunch of like long toss and I was working out and I was trying to get back up into it in about a month but it's just hard to do to get in that sort of like throwing yeah. shape um to where they only I mean I'm sure they only because they I mean dude the people that were down there were fucking ready and I'm coming down there. I'm wearing like, you know. Just woke up. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it looks like. And it's like, the tryout was 7 in the morning. And if you know me, that's rough. Uh, and so I go down there. I'm like one of the last people to throw. So I'm waiting around for a really long time. And I'm like paired up with the catcher. Like they pair, they pair you up with the catcher that they have. Yeah. And so I met him. He was super cool. And so we did some practice throws uh, or practice runs through. And he said that like. And I told, he, he asked me about like my backstory of like, if I played a lot of college ball and I'm like, no, <laughs> he's like, oh, you haven't played college ball. And I'm like, I'm kind of going based on the merit that hopefully they, they need a tall lefty. Yeah. And he's like, well, dude, if you're lefty and you're tall, you kind of have the advantage of yeah. a lot of people. And so I went in there, I went in with a really open mind of trying and just seeing what happens. And did you feel good about it? Dude, I time? felt great. It felt good to just try, like just try, just see what happens. I, I didn't have any like, well, I mean like when you left after the second tryout, yes. did you felt yeah, good. I'm like, that was good. Good. That was good. Cause you, so instead you did, you did five pitches of, uh, of your four best pitches. Okay. So it ended up being 20 pitches. So you did, you started with your best and then your second and then your third and then you finished with your first best. Okay. So I did fastball, um, 
curveball, change up fastball. Nice. So, nice. Um, and then I, like I said, I was clocked like low 90s on my fastball, which is pretty easy to do for four seamer. Hey dogs. Um, for at least my size, I guess. Right. But um, no, it's still that's fast. Yeah, it's fast. <laughs> so. And like I said, I had a bunch of like arm issues and uh, and knee issues and ankle issues. Yeah. And uh, no, you can come down. No, you're good. Come you on come down. down. Are you recording? Yeah, yeah, we're recording. Um, and um, so, did they ever reach out and say like they wanted me to do their farm, their farm league? To it was basically bare wrong. But so like my situation of what I was like living through personally at the time too. I needed money for like rent and I needed money for. Uh, you know, bills just didn't have and I didn't have, I, I should have, if I'm, if I, if that's a regret, I should have just tried for it. But I mean, everybody knows that like, I mean, you're making money if you're a professional baseball player in the MLB, but to get to the MLB, even that is like a small, small yep. window of opportunity. And I'm, I was coming late and a lot of the kids that were there, they were like 19, 20 and I'm here like 25. Mm-hmm. trying my best and, and like I said I got really positive feedback they said awesome. like like you know you had but I don't want to like continue my life being like oh I had this opportunity I didn't take it I just felt like it was a good learning opportunity too because there were a lot of kids there too that were just fucking amazing like well half the thing is like knowing I mean doing it yeah that's great but most you of the, know let's that. just say that most of the people that I tried out with the second time didn't have the open trial like they were, okay. they were like, yeah, we want you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's dope. Dude. Yeah, that's really awesome. There, there were kids from Oregon uh, for the Oregon Ducks, and then um, there were some some kids. And I'm saying kids, like I wasn't like you know 25. They were 18, 19. Yeah. And they had already they had already uh, accepted like scholarship offers to schools, but they were just still doing this, you mm-hmm. know, for so get their name out recognition. Yeah. And uh, it was dude, it was wild. But it was fun and it was super hot and uh, <laughs> hate heat, it, dude. But it was it was a good time. And, good. Uh, that was kind of where I peaked in life. It's all downhill from here. Yeah, I mean, same. Let's uh, let's go see if we can reproduce that knuckleball, dude. Let's go. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Um, we're gonna try to do this again maybe this week. This is my nights. favorite one so far. This yeah, it's a, really it was good a good podcast. one. It was a good one, and I hope you guys enjoy it too. And uh, we'd love for you guys to uh, email us. Um, if you want to, or just leave comments yeah. or, or leave a like, comment, somebody, or even, or even if we like post, you know, like to, to Instagram that, you know, this is live. If you guys like have comments, we appreciate likes and, you know, anyone that's listening, even for like a little bit or just like sharing it. Yeah. It's, it's cool. at least a death threat or two would be nice. My dad was like, he's like, yeah, I listened to your first one for about two minutes. And I was like, thanks dad. Hey. Appreciate it. Hey, shout out dad. Um, we're out of here. Love you guys. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you here soon. Yep. See you guys. Bye.